Welcome to the latest edition of the SWN podcast. I am your host, as always, Billy. Hopefully, you can hear me properly this week. Uh, last week's episode, with Craig Berry was terrible. Uh, not because of Craig. Craig's great. I really should put that out there. He was excellent. My microphone was not. Um, it was like I think it was a very echoey. It was an echo chamber. It was. I've cleared this room out, and it's it's unfortunately affected the podcast, which. It's terrible. I should have, I should put more shit in this room. That's, that's... Sorry, 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 Craig, if you're listening to this. <laughs> so, uh, my guest, who's who's uh, jumped in already, um, he's returning. You'll know anyway, because it'll stay on the bar at the, at the start of the episode. Um, I am joined again by uh, the Social Blade, I think he's going by now. Um, I the, the, the aficionado of Spider-Man, all things, which we'll get into in the episode. It's Alex Webb. Welcome back. Hello, thank you for having me again. Uh, I, I, as soon as well, as soon as Frank actually started w- putting out Spider-Man stuff, so Frank Mandolini should say from Last Minute Wrestling Podcast, we started putting Spider-Man stuff out there and his awful opinions about it. Um, I, I was like, I know how I need to get oh. back on the podcast. Oh, I mean, I've heard I've heard you say some stuff about my Spider-Man opinions before, though, Billy. So, well, so I'm sure we'll get into that. He, he didn't like No Way Home, so I mean. I, 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 it's, his, it's his opinion. That's the end of the day. It's wrestling, it's movies, it's everything. You can like what you like. Uh, doesn't mean I have to like it. That's, that's uh, fair enough. <laughs> but, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say you're wrong. Um, even though he was. Uh, anyway, right. So we're gonna do the wrestling stuff though, because this is a wrestling podcast, and we're not gonna make a, all about Spider Man, because we might get into other stuff like Morbius and all that kind of. Oh, please, please don't, please don't. <laughs> Oh, now we are definitely going to get. Oh, okay. But we're going to go up with wrestling. So it's been about when was it? Uh, March twenty twenty one was when our episode went out, the first one. So yeah. I think must have recorded it February, something like that. So must yeah, about about that because it was just before my birthday. I'm pretty sure. So we've gone up to about a year since we last had a chat, and at that time, fuck all was happening. There was, there was no wrestling. Yeah. Everything was was over. Um, but since then, wrestling has come back. So that's that's always good. Um, so we'll start with with your comeback match, um, which I haven't written down in order, so I'm going to panic and go Discovery. Yeah. Yes. Right, so Discovery Wrestling, your first match back, then you're against the 9-9. Uh-huh. Uh, two for two. Uh, so this is your first match back. You, Billy, you reviewed, you reviewed the match. <laughs> I know, but I don't remember <laughs> these things. So it's, Honestly. It's, I know, it's... it's it's uh, Well, I didn't know it was that or, or Reckless, so I was kind of like trying to just Take a no, no, no! It was it was discovery because I remember I was shitting myself for that match. Well, that's what, that what I was about to ask. So it's first Saints nine nine Discovery Wrestling's first show back. So there's a lot of hype about it because uh, Discovery is one of the biggest companies in the country, yeah. and uh, you know you've just got a match that could mean that you're going to become a tag team champion, or at least you're in the first step on that road to be tag team. Taking champion. it, taking it step by step. Um, it was actually really, like, for what I remember, now I know I wrote about it, now I've got to remember what I wrote. Um, I enjoyed the match, if I remember rightly. So uh, what were your thoughts on it? Um, I think, going like, I've wrestled Jack and Dickie before. Uh, I wrestled Dickie separately, and I wrestled uh, 9-9 in tag team match before this the big impending lockdown happened. So I remember coming back into uh, 2021 and knowing I'd be on the Discovery show and being like knowing I'd be in this match for in the first round of the tag team tournament I was like fuck this is my first match back I'm also very happy I can swear because it just comes out naturally um, but I was like 
I was like really, really scared. Not scared. That's the wrong word to use. I was nervous. I was nervous going into it because it's been my first time in front of a crowd uh, and wrestling again for around about 20 months at that time. And I was on the show with people that had obviously been wrestling uh, for like ICW on, on the network and stuff like that. So I was like, this is my first match back. I can't, I was putting a bit of pressure on myself not to fuck up or anything like that. So I remember, I remember going to the match and we started like putting it together. And I was like, okay, this is, this is fine. We got everything put together, came out into the match. Don't get me wrong, there's a few things with, that I did specifically where I was like, that can be tighter, that can be better. But overall, I, I really enjoyed the match and I really enjoyed being in front of Discovery because they give you because they give you as you as good as you give them. So it was like they were feeding off me and I was feeding off them. So it was really, really good to be in front of that crowd for my first match back. I like you take advantage of the the swearing uh, coming in because like I said, I did the episode with Craig and uh with my terrible sound and he didn't swear at all. And I told him he could, and it was like he wasn't doing it, and I was, and I was like, "Am I, am I the rude? Am I the uncouth one here?" Oh, I- oh, oh no! Like on oh, on a real, I was. I noticed it when I was doing the podcast with Franco. I was like, "I swear way too much." Uh, I was like, "I'm surprised I managed to get out of your one, the first one I did with you, without swearing at all." Oh, I mean, that seems to be the. I've I've taken that rule away in season four. Everyone can swear now because. You know who who cares? It's just words. It's not yeah, like we're, the... we're we're saying anything particularly bad about exactly anything in particular. Um, but no, it is weird seeing uh, listening to people chat to me and then they go into like Mickey Vago's mosh pit episodes and they're just swearing <laughs> constantly. And I'm going, oh my god, you you lasted an hour not doing that with me. That is that is fucking impressive. In yeah. itself. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Discovery Wrestling come, came back. Of course, I watched the match that came out on YouTube. Their, their other show, I'm sure, is going to be out soon, hopefully, so I can watch it because you know Edinburgh is a pain in the arse to get to from all. I can the way imagine up from all the way up in. Are you from? Are you Elgin again? Elgin, yeah, yeah. Um, can imagine it'd be difficult. <laughs> well, you, you did the travel from what, Perth to Bucky. It's yeah, a, it, it's a fucking dicey road. Is it? The car, the car journeys were were, were something <laughs> anyway. <laughs> You, you see many sites, uh, mostly trees and uh, fields. And well, it was more. It was more with like the people that were in the car as well, because you get so many conflicting personalities. And I'm I'm quite quiet in the best of situations, so I'm just kind of sitting there while people are just talking a load of shite. And I'm like, I like wrestling. That's about it, really. You're sitting there going, oh, "Where are we? Aberdeen? Oh fuck, we've still got an hour to go." I'm, I'm checking. I'm checking. Checking Google Maps. Like, okay, we're in Aberdeen. Can only be like five minutes until we're in Bucky. No, like another half hour. Uh, yeah, the very least. And then you have to go into that cold as fuck uh, fisherman's hall to to wrestle for five minutes. Um, you know, memories. Was ah, lovely memories. Uh, with with your, uh, I think you had your newspaper gear at that point. And your... oh, don't please, I beg of you. <laughs> and um... uh, your wonderful haircut as well. I think did you have it? No, I think you might be cutting it back at that point. Maybe I I slowly. I remember in my first year, I I had obviously the newspaper tights. Uh, that I had before Austin Aries, he stole them from me. And I had obviously the, the extremely long hair. Um, and I started to like, because people would just fucking grab me and I would be losing like strands of hair. And I'm like, lads, you can't be doing that. So I would like, I would start to cut my hair a little bit. Plus it looks a bit better uh, for, for everyday life. Um, but yeah, no, I got I got a lovely reminiscent of, the, of that gear and that hair when I did the, when I watched my old wrestling matches. So thank you again for reminding me of that. I, I loved watching that video, mainly because of all the matches that were on there, I was like, how much can you actually speak about the particular surroundings of the matches? Because, you know. Oh, yeah. I was. <laughs> I was like, I was, I'm very aware that like, I don't want to, I'm not, I'm not big on YouTube or any or anything to, for in, in comparison to other people, I'll say. 
Um, but I knew for a fact it would it would give it would give that company in Dundee um, a very a, a bit of publicity. So I was like, I won't mention him by name, but there's obviously there's only so much I can show about because their branding is plastered on fucking everything. So I was like, I'm just gonna I'm gonna have to like show the matches, but I'm not gonna mention any particular people that I, that I don't agree with. So I tried to get around it as best I could. Um, I think I did well. Was there any matches that didn't make the cut? Like ones you recorded maybe and just thought, no, that's not good anywhere near this compilation. Um, not really. I, I specifically picked them out before I went to do the reactions with Ryan. So I was like, okay, there's this one with Zach, this one with Kenny, because that's my worst match I've ever done. Uh, one with Ian, which isn't terrible, but I think I there's I think there's a lot of to talk about in it. So I was like, I'll I can do that, and obviously my debut. There's other matches there that I was like, I could have included that, but it's a bit risque. So I was like, I'll just keep it to those four. And because I, I can talk about them, and I know the people in those matches will take it well enough because there'd be some people that I could talk about and do my usual style of jokes and they might they might not take it so well. So I was like, those four people will be good enough to, to take what I was saying because there was more taking piss out myself, but also the match itself. So I was like selective of that. Fair, fair, fair enough. Is there a part two on the way, or are you are you just going to build up a little bit of a backlog um, of matches first? I want. Uh, I, I there are matches that I could do like videos on, but I was like, I'm more looking to kind of branch out and still do wrestling games as well as doing obviously all the little Spider Man stuff and all the Marvel games as well because that seems to be doing quite well for me at the time. Yeah, you, you did not bad. I can't remember what it was when when we last chatted. Um, oh, I, I can, I can, oh, I can, okay. I can. Because uh, I because I remember um, you asked me about this about doing YouTube and stuff like that, and I remember at the time I said I was on three thousand subscribers, which what? So yeah, yeah you're, you're on a bit more than that now. <laughs> just just a bit. Um, I, I mean, for comparison, I'm on three hundred eighty-seven as of recording. Uh, not that I keep count of uh, of all of them. Um, just uh, I know them by <laughs> name and possibly by address at this point. But okay. uh, so when it when so was it now? 66 something uh the it's i believe it's just past sixty-eight thousand. right so what number was it when you went this is a bit mental was it was 10 um 10, i think or? i think it, it wasn't specifically the number the the number of subscribers that i had it was i remember i remember i was getting a lot more um traction for my tna video game that i did and i was like oh this is getting like a lot more views than it used to and it was piling up and piling up and people were subscribing i was like oh that's really cool i was like so i think i got to like eight or eight or seven k and then i put out another video and that one got a thousand views in an hour for and at that time for me that was like holy shit that's a lot and i just kept on piling piling up until i got about 50k in a day i was like oh shit and then i kind of started to realize it more and more because i was getting um, like 5,000 subscribers a month, 10,000 subscribers a month to now I'm at the point where I'm getting like 100K in like two weeks, which is mental to me. So um, yeah, that's 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 where I started to, like I, I think when I posted that video is when I started to realize, oh, this could be something. So now it's my job. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. It's, it's quite, we're in, a, we're in an age where that can happen. Uh, not only you can probably make a full-time career uh, in UK wrestling scene, but you could also make a career off of YouTube and TikTok and yeah. influencer 
stuff, um, which I clearly can't say, so I'll never become one. Um, I, so- I hate it. I absolutely despise it when, because uh, my like my friends will take the piss and be like, "Oh, he's an influencer," and I'm like, "Please don't call me that." <laughs> I think the term influencer has been is got some really negative connotations. So I'm like, just YouTuber or content creator sounds a lot less wanky than influencer. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Content creator, they go, what kind of content? I don't know. <laughs> she's trying to explain this to like my gran or something like that, where I'm like, she's like, what do you do for a job again? Lahid? You need to you need to go and uh, set your CV out or whatever the fuck she'll say. And I'm like, I, I work online, granny. And she's like, what do you do? And I'm like, I'm like, no. Uh, I, I make videos on like, what kind of videos? And I'm like trying to explain to her that um, I do game reviews. And she's like, the people actually watch that and i'm like i'm as surprised about that as you are to be honest it could be i mean not worse but it could be like uh, i do only fans um <laughs> so, <laughs> not not that that's a bad thing people can make their money people pay for for anything oh, so oh 100 if you can if you can make bank off only fans go ahead i think specifically the idea of me doing only fans though is um a little bit of a funny one <laughs> internet you never know i mean you could be branching out who, who knows we'll, we'll we'll leave we'll park that there we won't... part three part three coming next year we'll see what we saw we've got that'll <laughs> be twitch hot tub streams that's what we'll be doing <laughs> next year um so let's continue the wrestling chat though and uh, we, we've sidetracked very wildly into only fans so we'll go back to the wrestling uh, so we've got reckless let's get yeah. there so it's your it's your home promotion it is indeed um, as i've i cringed when i listened to our first chat this morning and when i said oh you changed source now and you went no i don't oh, fuck <laughs> Um, so I did my research. To, to fair, I was wrestling quite a lot of source before the pandemic, so I, I can get why that uh, that was like a bit of a mis- uh, mistake there. <laughs> so you're fine, don't worry. Fine. My, my my first like first lot of interviews were just terrible. I, I was listening to um, Caleb Valhalla, the first one I had with Caleb, and I could hear myself typing, and I've what I want to punch myself. Oh. <laughs> so clearly, I was like check something on Cage Match or something. I was like, yeah. I, I could just hear the click, 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 click while he was speaking. Like this, is the, I would, I would hate me. You, you do was, that, you do that though at the start when you're like making stuff and you don't really know what you're doing. You learn by trial and error though, so it's good to see that. Like obviously, you're doing a lot better now. I've got a ring light, and everything, e- exactly. Nice. And I've got a microphone, which I'm not sure works. So <laughs> I mean, it's 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 getting there. Um, yeah. So reckless. Uh, you got uh, first city saints against. I've got grummy bears. Here and there and everywhere. Yeah, um, Solomon Grum and uh, Yarek no- uh, Yarek Novak. I think he yeah. said his name correctly to me in our episode with him, my episode with him, but I've forgotten. I I completely forget that's his name a lot of the time. I just refer to him as Bear, and that's exactly what I'm going to continue to refer to him as. Fair enough. So, um, um, what was that like? I, I think I've seen gifts of your of what me me flying. Yes. <laughs> Um, it was it was fun. I like being in front of like the reckless intent crowd, specifically because there are people there that know you and kind of like pay attention to what's happening, or at least um, are there consistently, so they they know who you are and they'll give you a reaction. So the people that aren't there as consistently be like, oh, he's a good guy. We'll cheer for him. Um, but it was good just be in front of that crowd again and having a fun match. I'll say with uh, with Baron with Baron Grum, uh, specifically because I know for a fact Grum can just throw me about. So I'm like. That'll be that'll be the match. So, so like we came into that, we we put it together, and I I, I actually really enjoyed it. I think I think Grum came out of that as well, uh, really enjoying it too. So it was it was nice to see, uh, and it was also good to good to see um, those those lovely gifts that I got, so I can put them on Twitter. Um, 
specifically because we we've done that like move many times before and he's never got me as high so i ra- i ran out and my shouted grum he lifted me up and i was like oh shit i'm very high and then i came crashing back down to earth and it hurt inside nice like it um so so yeah i was uh, less dirty dancing uh just just more i mean yeah. i don't doubt i don't doubt that i could easily do dirty dirty dancing with grum but that's the only fans content so we'll stick We'll stick to to the wrestling match for the time being, but no, I, I enjoyed it and uh, I think it came together really well. Um, again, there's more stuff for for just me specifically. Just I know my timing can be a little bit off, and I think that's just because I haven't been wrestling as consistently as I'd like to. So obviously, just getting back to the to the swing of things for for me with a, a few things. And then finally, you said like go in front of a crowd that know you. Um, so as of recording, um, we're ten days out or eleven days out. From uh, WrestleZone Summerhill Showdown, uh, this will go out way afterwards. So yeah, yeah. This, this is, we'll say the match is, was fantastic. Okay. Um, <laughs> you, you're making your WrestleZone debut. So again, when I listened back to our first episode, uh, you, they were, WrestleZone was on your list yeah. of, of companies you wanted to go to, and I was like, ah, that's quite quite nice that, that you're actually <laughs> getting to, to go there. Um, so you're, you're coming in, and you're against Brian Tucker. Indeed, uh, I am. So he's been around for for quite a while. He's got some cracking uh, tartan trousers. I don't know if you're aware of this. I've I have seen his 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 ring gear, and I'm like, I really want to just like pull his tag. See, you see, um, see him wrestling, right? If you're wearing like on your ring gear, if you're like wearing a tie, is it fair game to like tug it or anything like that? See, when I was watching old OSW reviews, and I saw IRS kept popping up, and yeah, yeah, yeah the tie. I think if you're wearing it, then no, it, it's fair game. Yeah, so my so my game plan is just to do any Irish whip by the tie, <laughs> and um, uh, no, I am I am looking forward to it. It's a new crowd and it's a different place, and uh, I think specifically I remember I said that to you. It was on my list of places to go. And I'm really looking forward to going there and showing people what I've got, and also uh, people that, that as yourself, you haven't seen me for like what four years. So it's it was cool to show you the different stuff that I can do now. Yeah, I mean, of course, I've obviously I've watched the Discovery Wrestling stuff, um, and and that because I I, I watched and reviewed it apparently, uh, but uh, yeah, I haven't seen you since uh, UPW would have been the last time I saw you, so a yeah. very very long time ago. You've you've had new gear and everything since I know since the last time I saw you. Wrestling. I've went I've went from Amazon tights to my own shorts. That's that shows the growth there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I can't wait. Like I say, this is going to come out afterwards, so we'll just we'll just uh, I'm not going to like edit out either way but i'll just say it was an excellent match and uh five stars um thank you and if it's not i i I apologize i'm sure it'll be fine i'm sure sure it will be it's it's it's, uh as long as as long as you escape uh ridicule again from like say kelly or or uh k&k podcast you'll be fine (laughs) there's there's your two uh, audiences for for people to judge you Uh, i'll be looking out and i'll be looking out in the crowd being like where are they (laughs) all doing all my shit towards them just to pop them We'll get. We'll have the notepads out, just writing down notes. Um, um, oh, I should really start doing that. I'd never remember any of the matches because I, I just like I just enjoy wrestling. Let's yeah. just watch it and enjoy it, and then afterwards go fuck what happened. I need to remember now. One of one of us will remember. Uh, that's why I usually wait for Adam's review, and then I read it and go. Oh, yeah, oh, that's what happened. That's what happened. That's oh, that was the finish. Great. Um, anyway, that's the wrestling stuff. Uh, so let's uh, get Spider-Man. So this is what people really been been here for. We're, we're I don't the... know, right? I don't know how I've given myself the kind of like. Okay, no, I do, but I still don't understand how I've managed to give myself as the 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 Spider-Man wrestling guy here. But I'll t- I'll happily take it. 
Let's say, are, are you are you fed up speaking about wrestling uh, about Spider Man on oh, wrestling podcast? I, I, I will I will never be fed up as talking about Spider Man, as you can probably tell by the beautiful aesthetic of of my room here. Very nice. I, I, I was I'm so concentrated looking at the camera. I wasn't even looking at your background. So <laughs> very nice. Um, my mine has just gotten popier. So I, uh, much more. You you will hate me because because I I take mine out of the packaging. Well, um, we discussed this last time. I found the boxes for some of these. And uh, they now have boxes again, but I do have many that are still out of the box. So okay, uh, that's just that's just way it is. My, my personal favorite being this this little mariachi Deadpool fella. Oh, I like that because uh, it just I don't know why it just reminds me of knowing the mask um, with Jim Carrey yeah, and yeah, Cuban yeah. Pete. And he does that bit, but every time I look at it, that's that's all I've got in my brain. And and he's not going to stay out now. There we go. Come on, Hulk, just. Keep... For any of the audio viewers, Billy is trying to carefully put back his Deadpool pop. Because it does not fucking stay up. <laughs> absolute arsehole of a thing, although I love it. It's like, most of the time I had it like on top of this pile before, and near every time during the day I would shit myself uh, during work because I'd hear this massive like bang, and I'd, like that. I'd hear this <laughs> massive bang, and there he was, just on the floor I've... somewhere. I've resorted to kind of like sticking some of mine down because one's on top of my PS5 and it always falls. So I'm like, I'll try to like keep them up there. It's a little uh, PS4 Spider-Man. I'm really not helping with this stereotype here, am I? <laughs> you're, you're not. No, but it's fine. That's what we're into. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you, you, you've become the, uh, you're the Scottish wrestling Spider-Man expert um, that everyone calls upon now for Spider-Man opinions. <laughs> so we know you love the Raimi-verse. So we're, we're just going to kind of go back to the start a little bit and just right. talk about your love for the Raimi films and then we'll talk okay. about the web ones and MCU and all that. Okay, okay. And, and we'll get some Japanese Spider-Man in there as well because... We definitely we definitely will. Uh, my top three, honestly. <laughs> so so we'll start with the Raimi. So 2002 was the first one. You would have been like... Four. Very young. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know why I asked. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Billy. <laughs> sorry. I, I was 12 uh, for, for those keeping score. Um, so yeah, to, to, uh, so you wouldn't have seen it at the time. It would have been I, afterwards. I specifically remember. Okay, so I was a massive fan of like the animated shows, uh, so the animated nineties TV show, I should say. I remember really liking the. I think this is because my two like favorite characters from Marvel, and they're probably not the most like not the most nuanced ones. Not the, not don't have the best stories, but Spider Man, Venom. Uh, I just kind of, I really like Spider-Man just because of his like um, whole whole relatability, bit of a meme, but he's very relatable to people like like me, uh, always like me and pretty much everyone else, like really down on their luck, uh, never really, didn't particularly fit in, but like always like has a good heart and always cares for people and shit like that. Uh, and Venom, I just, he looks cool. So I really, so I always liked him, especially in the, in the 90s animated show when he had the really cool like, like half blue, half red, or orangey lighting. I just thought it looked really cool. But I remember specifically watching that and being a huge fan of it. So I remember one one fateful evening, I went to Tesco's with my mother, and um, I I've seen this 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 live action Spider Man DVD or video. It might be video at the time, but I remember seeing it and being like, "Huh, that looks like this the the the, the cartoon I watched, but in real life." So so I begged my poor mother to buy it. Uh, and she did. I took it home, and my life changed since then. Um, so I, I was I bared witness to one of the best origin origin stories, I will say, and still one of the best origin superhero origin stories. Um, when I when I finally seen Spider Man One, 
So I, I watched them. I watched it back during, uh, of course, the build up to No Way Home because I needed, I needed my Spider Man content because <laughs> I was like I was on edge, just shaking, need to see it. Um, you know what? I, I still enjoy it. I think I think if you if you think when it's too, if it was made two thousand two, you have to bear that in mind. Yeah, I think yeah. for some of it, obviously, because you know there's the uh, there's there's some inexcusable bits because like a lot did the Lord of the Rings films not come out around about that time as well. Oh, probably. I, I, uh, the, I and if you compare like their special effects to to the to the Spider Man one, it's kind of night and day. Like the one that always uh, the two that stick out in my head that being particularly bad is Peter just gets his powers, so he's like climbing up the wall and he goes woo, and then it cuts to him running across buildings, and it just looks like a rubber man jumping across across uh, a green screen. It doesn't look great. And the other one is during the, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it's during like the parades with all the floats. Uh, the first time Green Goblin really attacks. Uh, and it's just like Spider-Man jumping across the balloons. And yeah, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't look great. Does, does not detract from the storytelling of the film though, because I still fucking love it. <laughs> but there's, when you said the parade, I had two things in mind was uh, Green Goblin flying. It just looked like it was a guy with a, like a bit of uh, cardboard Green Goblin just going <laughs> like that with, on the screen. And uh, of course, when Spider-Man takes Mary Jane away and... Uh, oh, the mannequin. The mannequin, the mannequin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So And their hair's going the wrong way. I, so. I mean, I, I can't unsee that now because I used to watch a lot of like um, things you didn't notice in films on like TV and shit like that. So it was like... So it was like, when that popped up, it was like, one, her hair is going the wrong way. And two, it's very evident as a mannequin. So, um, so, but no, like like you say, it doesn't detract. When, when you go into it going, I just want to see a Spider-Man film, yeah. it's still a, a I think I film. think it shows like a very fateful rendition of uh, Peter, of Peter Parker's back uh, origin story. And I also think it hits on the key themes of being Spider-Man, that being responsibility, that being... Um, the whole kind of big uh, uh, fuck it yeah the, that being responsibility the great power comes great responsibility and learning to live with that and I think there's a really good dynamic in there with Norman and Peter's kind of stories kind of being quite similar both of them get powers both of them do very different things with those powers and it comes together at the end with very conflicting moral compasses uh, and also Peter trying to like realize that uh, uncle ben like is like his kind of like father figure in a way and he kind of realizes that at the end of film because at the start he's like this edgy i don't want to say edgy because he's not really edgy he's more uh i don't want to say weird as well but he's like uh he's just kind of like not knowing his place in the world so i think and then he says to uncle ben in the car is like well um because uncle ben's talking to him he's like i know i'm not your father and he turns around and is like well stop lecturing me like you're like you're my dad or whatever and then Uncle Ben just looks really sad and then he dies, which is which is very heartbreaking. Um, and then at the end of the film, when he's fighting Norman, um, Norman takes off his mask and he's like, ha ha ha, I'm the Green Goblin. And, Peter, and um, Norman's like, Peter, you are a son to me. And Peter's like, I had a father. His name was Ben Parker. And then Norman's like, Godspeed, Spider-Man. Sends a glider. Spider-Man jumps over it. Norman goes, oh, and then he's dead. The end of the film. Uh, that is the best review you're ever going to get out of me, by the way. It, when I watched it back, I was like, I, I didn't mind the green. There was a, there was a big like Ferrari about the Green Goblin suit, but I, I didn't really mind. I, I think a lot of people now think of it as like kind of like a Power Ranger suit. I still like. I think at the time they couldn't have done any better because there it was still around about a time when when people weren't really sure what to do with comic book films. They weren't really sure if they were going extremely campy or if they had taken like all the colorful aspects of the comics and stuff like that. So I think for what they did, it was fine. 
Um, and I think it more than makes up for it with a fucking amazing uh, fight at the end of the film with obviously Peter Norman because it's so, it's just, it's just, um, it, it hit, for lack of a better term, it hits hard and you can feel every punch that gets thrown. Unlike kind of like modern Marvel films where it's like kind of hollow. Yeah, so it's, it's mostly like they're just it's like it's like UFC. Some of the Marvel fights at the end, they're all holding each other for a really yeah, long yeah. time. It's like, come on, just punch him, <laughs> yeah. punch him in the face. Uh, yeah, so that that was Spider Man one. There's that that's that ticked off. So 2002. I'm trying to think of any other comic book films that were out round about that time. Then that, that the kinda... the first X Men film came out around about that time. Oh yeah, and it went like, oh no, we're doing not doing any of that camp shit. We're just yeah, we're, they're we're in black I... suits and that's it. <laughs> The black suit one's my funniest thing because it was like because obviously there's there's a there's a scene where Wolverine's like, uh, do you guys just wear all this shit or whatever the fuck he says, and then Scott turns around and is like, what would you prefer, yellow jumpsuits? And I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes, 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 I would. Please. I I said that joke in Frank's one as well, so that's so that's me recycling content again. That, that, that's all right. I'm, I'm sure that um, I'm sure Frank won't mind. Um, <laughs> I mean, if he's gotten this far tough frank it's, it's just this is what's happening this is what's happening i love you dude uh but yeah so um yeah that, that, that was it was just like no we're not doing any of that and then you got the other way was what 2004 fantastic four and it was just like all in Give yeah us all the campy shit we're gonna just take it all i i forgot that film ever existed thank you for reminding me that's not that's, that's what i'm here for i'm here not only to remind you of your of your news uh newspaper uh tights i'm also here to remind you of uh, at least I haven't talked about your testicle. I mean, we'll just move on from that. Go back to the first episode, you'll find out why. Because that, that took up a lot of the first episode. Yeah, I, really, I, I didn't realise how long I talked about that for. When I could have just said, oh, someone landed on it, it got hurt, the end. I know. I, I, went into, I went into excruciating detail about that. I was listening to it on 1.5, just because just I hate sounding my voice anyway, so I was just trying to rattle through it. I was going... We're still talking about this. <laughs> this is a really long time. But anyway, everyone else can go back to episode one. We're not going back to it. We're not, we're not talking. We're not dredging that up again. Uh, even though I made a, a wonderful pun at the end. So you have to go listen to find that out. Um, so yeah. So yeah. It, it, here, one way or another, it could be too camp or, or not camp enough. And yeah. the Spider-Man kind of hit that kind of middle ground quite nicely. And it was, it was, a, it was a good Spider-Man film. Yeah. Um, and then Spider-Man 2 came around, which is fucking impossible to find on streaming services um for reasons a, i'm sure it's on netflix nope it's not on netflix it's not, it's not on prime it's not it's not anywhere that it's, I could, it's you can get it on youtube if you're willing to pay for the masterpiece itself that's the thing i wasn't but yeah, to be honest, I, have, I have a dvd it just means i had to like go up to go into the cupboard and take out the first row of blu-rays and then go find it it's just yeah but yeah, anyway it's, it's the best one <laughs> the Raimi ones, um, although you'll have an opinion on on the third one, but uh, 2004 <laughs> came round. It was Spider-Man Two, Doc Ock as the big baddie. Indeed, they had so much to kind of top from Spider-Man One, uh, and there's interviews with Tobey Maguire being like, they had so they had so much to top from Spider-Man One, uh, and like Sam Raimi went straight into uh, writing the second one, and Toby's like, but somehow they managed to top it, and then. Spider-Man 2, uh, probably one of my favourite films, uh, superhero films anyway. Um, just, it's a very human film and has a lot of heart to it. And a lot, because a lot of it is like, the first half is dedicated to seeing uh, how shitty Peter's life is, his his shitty apartment, his shitty job. He has to give pictures to Jonah Jameson that will, um, that like just paint, paint him in such a negative light. 
Um, he's watching his his love of his life get married to an astronaut who just so happens to be JJ as JJ's son. And then last but not least, Harry uh, hates him, but he doesn't know he he hates him. Uh, he hates Spider-Man uh, for killing his dad, which is a lot of shit to unpack. Um, and also Aunt May's in crippling debt. So soon, <coughs> sorry. So, you know, it's a, it's a lot of shit to unpack. Uh, and it does it in such a kind of fun and heartfelt way. And never once does Peter complain. Never once does he go, does he go oh, my life's shit. He just gets on with it. And, I, and I, I think it's a very, very, very good film for that. And then obviously a lot of it after that, he doesn't want to be Spider-Man. He, accepts, he, he doesn't want to accept the responsibility that's been thrust upon, upon him. He doesn't want to be this, this person that ruins his life. And then he realizes he has to be Spider-Man and accepts that responsibility. He listens to Aunt May's riveting speech and then he saves the day. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of other stuff I could touch upon, but, but, but I, I just love the film. <laughs> Which, which is very evident by our very passionate speech about, about the whole film. Um, the, best pr- the best promo I've ever done. <laughs> I saw a theory this morning. Um, it's TikTok, so obviously you have to give it with a mountain of salt to go with it. But uh, the, the the guy that, that rents Peter the apartment um, was, <laughs> was supposed to be Craven the Hunter, a retired Craven the Hunter. I, I I could honestly see that because Bruce Campbell he's been he was in all three of the films uh, and he was supposed to be Mysterio in the fourth in the in the fourth one so you know what fuck it I could I could fully see that Mr. Dickovich being secretly Craven the Hunter um, just tracking down Spider Man taking more than his rent first oh, I take your rent first I take your rent then I take your life you know what I think we're ready we're ready for for Spider Man four uh, in, in, into the Dolbyverse oh Toby-verse oh, oh just... fully fully fucking want that like. <laughs> Uh, of course, do as, as as a as a massive Tobey Maguire. Is it just the Spider Man films, or are you, are you, do you like Seabiscuit? Do you like any of his other work? Um, here's here's the thing. I I I would like to just say it's just the Spider Man films, but I actually really like like a lot of his other work. I, I really like him in Seabiscuit. I really liked him in Brothers as well, despite some of the flaws of that film. Um, he was in he was in a chest film as uh, a chess film as well. Uh, the only reason I know that is because. It's because there's a meme that floats around of him. Is like, is like, um, they took that from me, Carmine. They took it. Today was supposed to be that day, and everyone just quotes it with the release of um, Spider-Man Four. <laughs> but I just, I just think he's he's so he's so. <laughs> I don't want to say memeable, but he is, and I love putting him in my videos. So my, that love has just kind of transformed into my career. So I'm I'm just some simultaneously linked with Toby for that now. Yeah, um, especially when you saw the the press release of, of like all these actors. I think it was Carnival was, but anyway, the the punchline is though is him doing press for Boss Baby, and uh, it's it's all these like intricate things about their character, and it t- goes to Tobey Maguire, and he just goes, "He's a baby who's a boss." <laughs> Fair I was like, I was looking because like Andrew was like he had Tick Tick Boom, he had like all these other films that were coming to it, so I was like. I like to see what Toby was doing. And the last and the only interview I could find was this one with the boss baby. And he's just sitting there and he's like, well, he's a, he's a, he's a boss baby. And I'm like, you're a cinematic genius, Mr. Maguire. <laughs> you, you've enthralled that character 100%. <laughs> uh, the other one going around is, uh, was, is it Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, speaking about, about Scooby-Doo. And it's like, uh, oh, it's, it's, everyone else is going, oh, this is this character. It's, it's your childhood. It's everything. And he's just going, it's a talking dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you've got it. That's it. That's all you need to do about it. Um, so yeah, uh, I should have wrote down, like written down, wrote down, 
obviously my grammar has gotten even better in this podcast, uh, written down uh, like things like box office and all that shit. But you know, Google's your friend. Google. I'm sure. I'm sure it did very, very well. I don't particularly have the numbers off the top of my head, but it did make Sony a lot of money. So much so that they made a third one. And they were like, "Fuck it, we've got all these villains. We're going to just put them all into one movie." I, I see. See, the thing is, Sam Raimi never wanted to do Venom because he didn't understand the character. He had kind of like aged out of not aged out, but he stopped reading comics around about the time Venom got introduced because um, he was too busy making the Evil Dead and all that stuff. Um, but even though, like, even though Sam Raimi didn't want to do Venom, I still think he did a very good Venom in the film. The reason for that is because I said it last time, but not as articulate as I'm going to put it now. The way the symbiote moves in that film, I've went on a tangent. I'll talk about the actual film in a minute. But yeah. the way the, the way the symbiote moves in that film has so much like personality. Because like every little tendril is like a little hand. And especially when it's like bonding to Peter and it's like crawling up his body and it's like this monster because the whole thing's about revenge and forgiveness and the symbiote embodies revenge and it's like taking over Peter to the point where uh, where obviously Peter turns into emo Peter and 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 hits his girlfriend which is a little problematic but you know we'll look past that Mr. McGuire and then when he's like pulling it off the symbiote's like latching onto him trying to grab on like with these little arms and it just feels so um not real, but it feels so, um, so like evil is probably the best way I can put it. It just, um, and it just doesn't want to let go until it's forcefully removed and it finds Topher Grace from that 70s show, um, which, which was a weird casting. Anyway, Spider Man 3, as, as we're here to discuss. Well, I've, yeah, Topher Grace, that's, that's like, well, we, we talked about all this, we talked about Venom last time, because um, at that point, I think I just, I just watched the first one. I still haven't seen Let There Be Carnage, but uh, I have saw the first one, and I liked it, but I like Venom, but I didn't like the film. That was what yeah. my thing was. Um, but yeah, Ven- Topher Grace, yeah, that was a weird, weird choice. I hadn't seen that 70 show, so this is my first time <laughs> seeing Topher Grace at that time, and I was going, you look a bit weird. I think, I think he, like, as, like, a kind of, like, smug uh sarcastic dickhead to peter like the opposite of him in every way it does work but when he gets the symbiote he's just a little scrawny and i don't think his characterization is the best yeah i think if 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 we'll go back in time um they should have just done agent Ven- venom at that point or something just get john banganello back and just because he's a fucking scary dude did you he say a... what agent venom yeah agent venom wasn't invented until like 2011 oh okay well there you go <laughs> My apologies. So, so it never existed. Oh, sorry, we could have done could have done a take on that before it was a thing. Just just had Flash Thompson as Venom. <laughs> yeah, I I think that would have, like if they if they had the kind of foresight to look into the future and be like, oh yes, Flash Thompson without legs has a Venom has the Venom symbiote, but he can keep it under control and he's a good guy or something to that effect. I think it would have been really cool. But I what works with Spider Man Three is the stuff that Sam Raimi wanted to do, and that's Sandman. Because Sandman's like, everything about him feels like more of a traditional Sam Raimi villain. With like the kind of like, his backstory being he's not a bad guy, just a guy that's had some bad luck. And then his whole transformation turning into Sandman is is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the scenes with him are really good. Uh, the retcon of him killing Uncle Ben is kind of iffy, but I take it for what it is and it adds a kind of different dynamic. Not everyone has to be linked to Peter, but I do enjoy it for, for that. Um, but I do think there's a lot of stuff that really works with the film. Like, as I said, the kind of revenge and forgiveness aspect of the film really works. Uh, a lot of the Venom stuff, even though 
even though Sam Raimi didn't want to do it, really works. Uh, the Sandman stuff really works. The only thing that I have an issue with is a lot of the uh, Harry Osborn stuff, specifically with the design of him, because he looks so fucking generic. Mm-hmm. He just looks like a he looks like a snowboarder, and I'm like, what, what's happening here? And then he gets amnesia, and I'm like, oh no, Sam, what are you doing? Um, I think the film would have been infinitely better if you just had instead just cut out um, Topher Grace. Sorry, Topher, um, and if, if you're listening. Um, and um, just have it be Harry Osborne and um, Sandman. Have Harry like resisting the the Green Goblin like uh, formula, or whatever for for the majority for like the first half of the film or whatever. And then Peter like gets a symbiote. He he kills uh, Sandman, and then Harry comes into the film, finally taking it, finally falling to the visions of Norman Osborne that have been haunting him. Um, and he confronts Pete. And then he's like, and then um, Peter beats him and nearly kills him or whatever. And then Peter's like, what have I done? I need to take off the symbiote. I, I, I'm pitching this to Sony later, don't worry. But um, And he takes it off and it finds its way to Harry. So Harry's Venom instead. And I think that just makes a bit yeah. more personal connection um, rather than just having Eddie Brock kind of shoehorned in there. Um, and then it could be at the end, you could still have Harry die or whatever, the, or whatever you want, but you could still have him like fighting the symbiote and eventually gets it off. And then Spidey again nukes it or whatever. But anyway, my opinion on it: so many good scenes, so many, so much good shit in in it that I think it's too too good to just pass off as a bad scene, as a bad film, just because there's some aspects that aren't great, like the like the the, the musical number in the jazz club. Not oh, not the know. not good. not the dancing, not the dancing, oh, okay. not not the dancing walking down the street. I mean specifically the amnesia storyline and the and the, the the big musical number in, in the jazz club when he's like he, he turns up with Gwen just to embarrass MJ and then MJ's gonna sing and he just magically appears on the piano and he's like now tango with this do do and I'm like oh, oh. I mean, although it did it did make me more attracted to Tommy Maguire so you know there is that um, was there a part of you when, when you're obviously when your transformation with your hair um how 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 far how far along in your brain did you go uh, with Maguire before you thought no it needs to come it needs to come off or it needs to be gelled uh was, was that ever a thought in your mind um right it was never the the, the idea was never to be emo Peter Parker it just kind of happened um uh so now so obviously I've kind of made it a little bit more I'm thinning at the top so I've I've done as best I can uh, I, I, I get that. <laughs> um <laughs> I'll get I'll meet you there soon don't worry <laughs> Um, I can't grow a beard though, so so I'm just gonna be a know, fucking just, egg eventually. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so so it was never the plan, but you know I'll take it. Uh, I just need to get the guy liner out eventually. And just remember, do the the you know the. Oh. I'll go. I'll go and grab a, a black suit as well, just so I can strut about strut about perf with it. <laughs> I'm, just mad. I'm trying to think of, of a street in Paris that I've, I've ever seen and just it's a small little city I'll just be rocking up the high street with with, all, with everyone in Starbucks looking at me being like <laughs> that's, that's for the video video uh, uh, oh my, no please please don't give me ideas because because <laughs> I have many ideas just to do it in uh, IRL I want to get like I want to get a Tobey Maguire cutout and I want to go traveling with the cutout specifically to take pictures with Toby in different locations. So eventually I will find the real Toby and I'll take a picture with the cardboard cow and him. 
this is this is happening. This is this is your, <laughs> this is your I mean YouTube's the job, but this is the dream. That's that's the dream to meet. Well, obviously to meet Toby Maguire. But uh to... I think with well with YouTube being so um what's what I'm looking for? With YouTube allowing me to do a lot of things, I, I can go traveling and I can go and find Toby. That's my that's that's gonna be the goal come next year. I'll just not upload for six months and I'll bet a full documentary of finding Toby Maguire. <laughs> That's it. Netflix, get on it. That's it. Yeah. Also put on Spider-Man 2, you dicks. That'd be great. You put on everything else but Spider-Man 2, um, which, you know. But uh, yeah, that was it. it. It was overloaded, Spider-Man 3, but like, it's much like a wrestling show. Uh, you're, you're, you've picked out all the bits you liked and you found enjoyment in it yeah. uh, at, at the end of the day, which um, sometimes you have to do when you go to the wrestling. Uh, sometimes you go to a show and go, Oh, that was all shite. But uh, that thing I liked, and that's, that's all you need. Is, that's all you it's, need for a positive review. It's, it's like when you have a bad match. You just pick out the best points, and then you make a YouTube video about it and laugh at yourself. All good. I did a cracking Irish whip. There we go. That's the <laughs> review go. of the show. Uh, so, yeah, that was that was the trilogy. Was supposed to be a fourth, like you say. Was supposed to be uh, Bruce Campbell was going to be in there as, as Mysterio. Was Vol- John Malkovich as Vulture? John Malkovich as Vulture, yeah. Uh, they had uh, Felicia Hardy in there as well. That's Black Cat. Um... I think maybe I don't know. Uh, potentially, we'll be we'll be one in the future, given No Way Home. But I'm sure we'll get to that. Oh, we absolutely will. And I think Sony is now just sitting there, just going, right? Let's make some money out of this. Let's yeah. uh, let's, let's try and squeeze every last uh, uh, drop of of all these spider nerds. Uh, let's just get the get the films all made. Which you know, my wallet's ready. So and, and it's, indeed, so is mine. Um, I, I, as much as I'll be like, no, no, I won't. I'll be still going on the view app and just going right. When's the first showing? And still... No, please, please don't take, please don't take my money, Sony. Please. <laughs> oh no, it's only four ninety nine. Oh, it's one pound to go VIP seats. Oh no. <laughs> um, anyway, right. So time has passed. Two thousand seven has been and gone. Uh, you're you're now still really fucking young. Um, uh, <laughs> Two thousand twelve. I would have been fourteen. Well, I was, I'm two thousand seven. We're still, we're still at the end of... Oh, 2007. Okay, okay. Um, so I, I will be... 17. Christ. I have a whole life ahead of me. I had a full head of hair. Um, so yeah, that was it. No more Spider-Man. Uh, I don't know when the news came out that, that Toby was not coming back and there wasn't going to be a fourth one. But uh, we're, we're now in 2012. So you are 14. Indeed, um, the world is supposedly ending. Of course, yes. Uh, yeah, um, it's it's all over. And uh, to, to come to accomplish that to not accomplish that to, to combat that um sony have went you know what we're we might have to give uh spider-man back to marvel so we're gonna make another <laughs> spider-man film and we're gonna get the I, I don't think they really chose mark webb i think he was born to do a spider-man film what with the surname yeah yeah, yeah pretty much it's like i don't think i i would bet just because of how not great some of the films were and might not probably is probably sony meddling i'm going to say it's probably that but uh, i would guess they just went through a list of names and went mark webb that <laughs> fucking hilarious in <laughs> your first spider-man film um so yeah 2012 came around andrew garfield he's he's a liar but uh he's also played a really good spider-man he's a filthy liar but he does play a very good spider-man in fact i would go as far to say out of those two films he's still my favorite aspect of those films i have taken the piss out of andrew the garfield and and those specifically those amazing spider-man um films before uh, no way home and re-watching uh the, the first one anyway has has given me a new appreciation for andrew garfield 
he certainly made me feel better about getting an amazing Spider-Man uh, tattoo. And I, well, once I watched No Way Home, I was like, oh God, thank, you, you've made me not regret getting it anymore. That, <laughs> that makes me feel so much better. Because uh, every time I looked at it before then, I was like, you are the worst decision I made. Uh, and I've made some terrible decisions in my time, but that was that was pretty high up there. I want to get the um, I want to get the before we move on to the, the amazing ones. I want to get the Maguire uh, like Spider-Man symbol, kind of like on my wrist or something. So I'm looking looking to get that at one point. Well, hopefully by the time this goes out, uh, no, actually not. It's May. I'm, I'm booked in, but I've, I've now got another Spider-Man since we last chatted. Okay, sick. over there, and uh, I'm planning to get like some like skin rips. But underneath is is the Spider-Man suit. Ooh, very so, sick. So that'll be that'll be the bottom half of my arm finally done, which has taken me forever to do. And then the top tattoos half are. Goes. I don't blame you, man. Tattoos are one they suck, and two they're expensive. So I don't blame you. Well, that was the thing. I I, I forgot how much they suck, and I got I got pretty much all got these done and the front of that done um, during all this lockdown stuff, and thought oh, that'll be fine. It was a bit nippy, and then I got this bloody lucha skull thing. Yeah, I wanted to die. It was so fucking sore. Uh, I was lying down the whole time and uh, it was so sore. And then she stopped, the tattoo stopped. And I thought, oh, that's fine. I'll be almost done. Looked over at outline. Oh, shit. There's so much color. And that was that was the worst. It was like three to four hours of my life. And I still want to go back and get another one. But, you know, I'll, I'll remember the pain when I get there and think, oh, fuck, why have I done this again? And why am I spending so much money on it? Anyway, so yeah, for, for your for your passion of art, exactly, and yeah, for for something that I'm gonna have to explain to people, and <laughs> it's like, well, at least it's not as bad as the Hardy Boys sign. I had to explain that so for so long. People thought oh, I, 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 I read that though because it's just it's, it's something unique to you as well, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone thought, oh, was it Thor's hammer or was it was it something like that? I, was like, I mean, it, it could have been Stormbreaker, but I got this when I was 21 so it was very i was very progressive and yeah. was, a new a new stormbreaker was coming eventually 20 years later um so yeah let's go into mark webbs then 2012 2012 lizard was the villain in that bold choice very bold um i did not like the design of lizard personally oh fuck me he looked like uh, you ever seen the Mar- the super mario brothers film yes you know the goombas from that yeah he looks like yeah. that um, and I'm not the only one to have said that. There have been many people that have said that before me. But he, he, he I can't unsee it. Like, he's supposed to be like a lizard, but or but he comes across, like, his design in the comics has always been more, like, alligator-esque, um, with, like, a long protruding, like, snout and shit like that. But he looks better that way than just having nothing there. Like like Voldemort with scales. Yeah, just, it, it was, looks so... Oh. <laughs> Spider-Man is dead. Ha ha ha! I can't do the the Voldemort laugh, but you get the point. Um, but like he, he, um, he just—I just don't know if they hit the design as well as they could have done. Um, like just like keep him in his lab coat as well. He only wears it for like two seconds in the film, and he takes it off, and he's just this random scaly man running around. Also, his whole plan of turning everyone into lizards doesn't make sense. Oh. It, it's like we, because I get it. He's like, we need a better tomorrow. We need to turn everyone into lizards. And I'm like, do but we like, need to though? Like his initial plan was just to grow limbs, and then he became a lizard. So, like, was right. I, I'm trying to remember the film. <laughs> was was his plan always to do that, or did a lizard? I've lizard I've brain. Watched, I don't know. I've watched the film recently because I'm doing a video on uh, the Amazing Spider-Man game. 
So to refresh myself, I watched the film just to like get a few jokes and snippets and like for a backstory on the film before I talk about the game. Uh, and I was watching it and he goes from like really wanting to um, get this, like get the serum to work. He tests it on a mouse. And before he can see any of the results of that test on the mouse, um, some like evil Oscorp guy comes in and he's like, we need, th- we need this to work now because Norman Osborne's going to die. And he's like, well, I need to see the tests and whatever. And he's like, no, you need to, you need to do it now or you're fired. I'm like, what good is that going to do? You need them to stay to make more. And he's like, but like, uh, so it doesn't make sense. And he injects himself and his arm grows. And then he's like, goes to find the Obscorp guy to stop him from canceling the research project or whatever. And then in the taxi, he turns into a lizard and then he just tries to kill him. And then he's like, we need a better tomorrow. We need to turn everyone into lizards. And I'm like, We've missed a few steps here, lads. Yeah. Like, um, I, I got, I made Kelly watch it. I made, like, I was forced her to watch it because you're going like, to sit here and you're going to like it. The only one she's seen is the first uh, Raimi one. That's the uh, before the Mar- uh, MCU ones. That's the only thing she's seen Spider-Man okay. wise. So I thought, right, I'll make you watch this. You're not going to like it, but we'll make you watch it. And uh, she couldn't get past um, the new hand of of uh, Kurt Connors and how disgusting it was and how i think, I think that's the was. i think that's the point though is it not like it's yeah. his new limb that's too fair though he's like ah, i get like the heebie-jeebies watching the heebie-jeebies what the fuck am i saying <laughs> he he gets to get like it gives me the ick watching it because he like pulls off this like cocoon on his arm and then he's got like obviously this big flappy arm that's waving about that's a bad thing to do on the camera um <laughs> like that <laughs> um and he's like pulling it off and like bro does that not like hurt because it's like pulling off like I'm assuming it's like skin and shit like that or whatever. And it just looks really gross and jiggly. And then he turns into a lizard and he looks really gross and scaly. Um, not a good run for 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 um for the lizard in this film. Cause because like, yeah, and then the the worst thing that the thing that I hate the most in it. Okay, I'll talk about what I actually liked, because there's a lot of good stuff in there. Uh, specifically Andrew Garfield's performance. I think it encompasses a lot of like a youthful, more edgy, um, better Peter Parker, which I really liked. Um, and I really like Flash Thompson in it for as much as he's briefly shown because he actually has character development. He starts off as a generic jock, then Peter's uncle dies and he comes up again. Yeah, again. Um, and then Peter and then Peter's like grieving his uncle dying, and Flash comes up and he's like going to like give him condolences. Cond- is that the right word to say? Condolences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Peter like grabs him, pins him up against the locker, and he's like, "Bro, your uncle died. I'm really sorry that happened to you." And then at the end of the film, he's like wearing a Spider-Man T-shirt, and he's like, "He's," and he's like, "You're coming along, Peter." To 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 flash this to Peter, and it's like a really nice kind of like subtle character development I really liked. Um, didn't like the lizard though. Um, and I didn't like the editing of the film. I know I'm fucking chaotic as shit when it comes to editing, but when you're doing a big budget film, you ha- and you have so many cuts. In between, because they had like in the trailers, I remember they had this like long running scene with like or like swinging scene with Peter, where he's like swinging from building to building, and you it's from his point of view. Um, but then in the actual final film, it's so cut up and chopped up, it looks like Kevin Dunn directed it. Like it doesn't look good. Right, I, I had I had a joke about WWE's camera cuts and just the back of my head, ready to go, and then you made it anyway. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah, you're you're absolutely right. You're you're. I'm I'm now getting flashbacks of all that kind of stuff and yeah, it was it was a like it's it, it's the Venom problem. Like like I'm saying, I liked I liked Venom, I didn't like the film. I liked Spider-Man, didn't like the film. Yeah. 
Um, and then it got even worse in 2014 because, <sighs> because again, I still liked Spider-Man. <laughs> but this was a bad film. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's the only Spider-Man film to have like a rotten rating on Rotten Tomatoes, or at least not a fresh one, I'm pretty it sure. Earned or it. Yeah. Um, what do I say about The Amazing Spider-Man 2? That hasn't already been said. Um, electric eels fixing Jamie Foxx's gap in between his teeth. If I knew that, I would jump into a bat. Like, like, uh, there's just there's so much stuff that I didn't really like with it. But there are some beautiful moments in it. For like, There are some really poignant moments in it, especially with like Gwen dying, for one. Like That's a really poignant and sad scene. But then the rest of the film doesn't do it justice, especially Dame DeHaan's Green Goblin, where he's just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see that? See that look that Billy's just done on the on 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 the on the on the camera right now. If you're watching it via, if you're listening to this, Billy just looked down in disappointment. Dame the hands, Green Goblin is such a disappointment because he like he has this like big transformation scene at the end of the film where he's like turning into the Green Goblin and his like spines like rearranging or whatever and it looks creepy as shit. And then he shows up just looking like a severe meth user. Like, it looks like he wouldn't be out of place in an extra on Breaking Bad. Like, it, it just looks ter- horrendous. And he's just shoved in for no reason. I'm just like, why is he there? And then, because the film knows he's just shoved in without any backstory, they spend the first half of the film trying to establish that, oh no, Peter knows him, they're like best friends, but he was never mentioned in the first film. Ignore that. I'm like, my God, man. What is Sony's issue with seeing a, like, a film make loads of money and go, right, fuck it, we're going to do a sequel. <laughs> and you know what we need? everyone we'll just get everyone in here and just I make think, it a thing i think avi arad is like one like one of the biggest uh re- reasons for these films having too much shit in them uh he was the reason that sam raimi i don't if you don't know who avi arad is he's like i i don't know his exact title but he's he has a lot of influence and a lot of say in what happens in a lot of spider-man films and he's like and to Sam Raimi, he was like, Sam, you're missing Venom. The, the fans want Venom. Think about the toys. So he was like forcing Sam to do that. And I think with this, it was kind of the same. Not, I don't want to say the same, but I think he had a lot of influence. And I think the kind of shows in the film with a lot of the stuff that happens uh, being... Uh, so like, what's some of the stuff that can come up at the top of my mind? One is at the start of the film where Andrew Garfield's acting his little heart out being Spider-Man. But... In the in the process of that, he's causing mass casualties as Rhino kills everyone in, in, in his wake, like driving over police cars. And Peter's just like, haha, how are you doing? I'm gonna pull your underwear down. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> um, and then after and then after that, it's like his his parents were like super spies, and he's got like a super spy basement or whatever in the trains in a train subway thing that just gets cut out. And Gwen's going to uni in London, uh, but oh no, her neck's broken, so she's going into the grave instead. <laughs> like um <laughs> i don't i don't think there's a lot of stuff that really works that film <laughs> um so what what were your thoughts of avi added having a uh like a wee thank you at the end of of no way home then, oh right? fucking shit he <laughs> like like there's no there's nothing to like mark webb and sam raimi in the film there's no like special thanks to them but avi arad gets a whole credit it's like thank you avi arad just like suck him off why don't you like what's the point <laughs> Thank you, Avi, for fucking this up so much. We had to fix it in this. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we still had to use Lizard for some reason. Or... Well, who else would they have who else would they have used? Rhino? I don't know. Uh... Yeah, Rhino! So <laughs> it's just as bad, but you know. <laughs> I, I like oh. didn't even bother with Lizard. They were just like uh Doctor Strange turned up all like beaten the fuck and just went, 
Oh, I got that guy. There he is. <laughs> it's like, I've, I've caught him in. Uh, yeah, that I don't really know what to say about the Mark Webb films. I do enjoy Andrew Garfield, and I his performance in No Way Home almost makes me want to see a Spider-Man, an amazing Spider-Man 3. Not as much as I want to see uh, Spider-Man 4, but I still want to see him in other stuff. Uh, maybe if they can make, maybe they can make his Peter Parker work in the Venomverse. Mm-hmm. But then again, I, uh, I'm not too sure in the Venomverse either. So, yeah, that was that was kind of my my compromise in my brain was going. I don't I don't think I, I think it'll get too muddled if we have another Spider-Man floating about. It's like Batman. Yeah, there's too many Batmans, so let's just like have one Batman. But um, and that's a whole other discussion. Uh, but but yeah, so I, I would like I would take it if he's a bit part in the Venom ones, even though I don't I really. I don't care to watch the Venom ones. Yeah. I might if Andrew Garfield turns up because I just I just think like I, I think Andrew deserves like another shot like at, at being Spider Man or at least like his, I like his his version of the character so I would like to see a bit more of that. Um, but yeah, just the duology isn't isn't great. <laughs> no, it, it's definitely not. So that's 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 the that's them out of the way, and then we'll just we'll just dive into the oh, we'll go to MCU or do you want to, into the Spider Verse? Do you want MCU all in one kind of block? Or... Well. I um, how long do you want me on for? Because if you want me to talk about Into the Spider Verse, we could be here for three hours. I'm not. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, you know, we can do it. We'll, we'll do it can... Into the Spider Verse, and we'll we'll go to MCU, and then we'll finish with Japanese Spider Man, and we might have some. <laughs> of course, questions. We'll do we'll, we'll the questions. We'll go to the questions first. That's that's the best. Oh, okay, sick. Because there is stuff about um, not MCU and not uh, Into the Spider Verse. Um, so we've got uh, Vic the Anime Weeb on YouTube, which. Is a wonderful uh, handle on Twitter. Oh, uh, okay. Is the Amazing Spider-Man two slash Spider-Man three overhated, or is it just people saying it because of No Way Home? Um, I don't think it's like. I think they're fairly criticised um, to an extent. I don't. There are some people that would overhate um, on those films, uh, specifically because they're going back and watching it from No Way Home and being like, "What the fuck is this?" And I'm like, "But there are. There's so much." specifically in Spider-Man 3, there's so many good points in that. And there's even good points in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, as much as I've just sat here for the past 15 minutes and gone, no, it's bad. But like, there, there are good points. And I don't think, I don't like hating, hating on films in general, which is ironic given my disposition on YouTube. But like, um, I do like, I do like looking at the more positives as well and being like, oh yeah, that, that worked there, but it didn't work with the rest of the film. I do think they're a little bit overheated to, to an extent though. Uh, more so, more so, um, the Amazing Spider-Man two, um, because Spider-Man three kind of came in and been like, people start to really like that now. So I'm like, good, your your eyes are opening. You you know exactly what's what 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 great cinema is now. Fair enough, that's fine. Um, so we've got um, oh no, that's just someone saying you're you're booked and busy, which you are because you're doing you're you're on the Spider-Man tour, of uh <laughs> of of all these podcasts. If anyone other any podcaster wants to jump on and. And speak Spider-Man. I'm sure Alex will be very happy to to oblige. I've I've, I've got like because I put my Gmail into my um into my uh, Twitter header now, and I got an I got an email being like, "You want to come on a podcast?" And I'm like, "Sure." So I've got another one booked in for for whenever. There we go. See, all over the place. YouTube, uh, wrestling, uh, podcast. You're gonna be everywhere. Uh, TikTok. Popular guy. Popular guy. Get, get the TikTok dances going and and uh, all that. I'm, um, I feel like I'm I'm I'm. I'm hitting 24. I'm too old to be going on to TikTok these days. Oh yeah, I go on to it and I look at the trends, going, "Why? I don't understand <laughs> this." And then I'll see some some shit about Spider Man. I'll be like, "Okay, I'm I'm, I'm listening. I'll, I'll watch this a little bit longer." Um, but yeah, so we've got Joel Star. He's asked, "How come Andrew Garfield has PTSD 
uh, of clock towers. I think that's. Um, I think we both know why. Um, <laughs> I think I think I think that's a very self-explanatory um, answer. That's fine. And um, Gosh Williams is asked favorite Spider-Man moment. Moment. Yeah. Oh fuck me! That's like picking my favorite child. I don't. I don't know. Um, I think. Uh, there's two that come to mind. The the first the first one is oh no, there's more that come to mind. No, um, ah, uh, okay. The, the, like the one that comes to mind most of all is the train scene. I really like that in Spider Man Two. There's another one that I really like in Spider Man Two where it's just Peter talking to Aunt May and it's Aunt May talking to him about what it means to be a superhero and explaining what they mean to regular people. And she's like, sometimes we need to be steady and give up the things we love just to be just to do what's right and shit like that. I'm paraphrasing, but um, oh, no, I think that's word for word. Of <laughs> course, that's the quote exactly. <laughs> um, but I really, I remember it really, really liking that. Um, as one of like my favorite kind of like Spider-Man moments, like this, the, the definitive one that pops up in my head. But then into the Spider Verse with Miles, like getting not getting his powers, but learning to master his powers, and that scene where he's just like upside down. Everyone says, everyone will say it, but it's a beautiful, beautiful shot, and I just, I, I love it a, a lot. Uh, and on, right, that's fine. You've mentioned into the Spider Verse. We can just like slip nicely into into that. So twenty eighteen into the Spider Verse came out. Um, it didn't really focus on well, the kind of focus on Peter Parker, but mainly it was Miles Morales. Yeah. Um, which is which is a uh, a big deal because this would be the first. This is the first time he would have been like in cinema. He he came about in like two thousand eleven after the Ultimate Universe. Peter Parker died. I'm pretty sure. I'm not too clued up on the Ultimate comics. I'm sure someone is. So. That yeah, I'm pretty sure um, Peter dies in that universe, and then Miles Morales comes around, and he's like, "Oh my God, I've got Spider-Man powers now!" So he's like, um, he becomes the definitive Spider-Man for that universe. Um, so he was in the comics for a while. His popularity got really, really big until I'm pretty sure they brought him into into the Spider-Verse, and he was the main focus of that. And it was the it was a good. Sh- it was probably one. I said Spider-Man One was one of the best origin stories that. The, into the Spider Verse, it's also fucking up there because that it's such a good telling of Miles' story and it fixed any problems that he had in the comics at the time. It was one of those I I didn't know much. I knew the name. That was about it. I don't I don't read the comics. Uh, shock horror to anyone. That's why I didn't know Age of Venom was that thing till twenty eleven. But uh, yeah, so I I watched the films. I watched the cartoons. That's pretty much it. That's my Spider Man ning. Um, and yeah, seeing this, heard the name. I was watching it. Going, this is just. It's just a beautiful movie. It's a superhero film, but it's yeah. just a beautifully made film as well. I think that's like that's quite telling if you can just sit there and be like, just not say it's a good superhero film. It's just a good film. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sounds super fucking pretentious, but it's like if like I think if you can just sit there and kind of like not think that this is another Marvel film or this is another DC film and just go, this is a great film. There's only a few things. There's only a few films that really do that. I think like The Dark Knight, the, the yeah, mm. just The Dark Knight. Yeah. Um, Into the Spider Verse, Spider Man Two for me, maybe for other people, it'll just be come across as another Spider Man as another superhero film. But for me, that's a great movie. Um, there's probably other ones that I'm missing off the top of my head. Uh, Venom is cinematic genius at its finest. Um, specifically for the for the top class writing of Like a Turd in the Wind. Honestly, I wept tears of joy when I heard that. Um, but but yeah, no, I I think Into the Spider Verse is just a very very well made and clearly a lot of passion has went into that film. Um, so much so that we're getting two in twenty twenty well one another one twenty twenty two 
which is this year. Sorry. Yeah, I'm, exactly. It's Sorry, it's still 11 days into the new year and as of recording and I've forgotten the year already. <laughs> so we're getting across the Spider-Verse part one and across Spider-Verse part two in 2023. Um, what, what, what are your With hopes? what looks to have the first, with the, oh, hello, sorry. Um, which looks to have um, the first, like, okay, it was in, into the Spider-Verse in the post credit scene, but which looks to have uh, Spider-Man 2099, Miguel O'Hara in it for like a kind of like defensive role in a big movie that isn't like a game or anything like that. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with him because he's a very different kind of Spider-Man. He's a massive, like, smug dickhead, but he's in the best way possible. I'd like to say, I've only ever seen, like, it, just, it looks like a cool-ass suit. That's pretty much all I know of, yeah. of 2099. It's just, it's an amazing-looking suit. I think uh, I think everyone looks at the suit and goes, oh, my God, it's so sexy, and then that's about it. Yeah, so so that's your kind of hopes. You Obviously, you can see that. that. Is there anything that you're... you're are you thinking there may be a, a tie-in with any multiverse stuff? Do you think we'll um, get tied like, into any MCU I, property or Sony property? As much as I do like some of the multiverse stuff, I like a film to have its own identity as well. Mm. So if they go across the multiverse, maybe don't include the MCU Spider-Man or like the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man or the Tobey Maguire-verse or whatever you want. Have like, make your own like unique universes, like go to L.A. Noir's universe and like see some of the villains from there because they've got some really fucked up versions like... Eleanor's universe has a vulture that like has a cannibalistic freak show version of vulture that ate Uncle Ben. That's that's that Peter Parker's origin story in the Noir universe. Um, or go to 299 universe, or go to like maybe have maybe like the ultimate universe with like, or maybe go to a universe that has Peter Parker where he's like fully bonded with the symbiote or something like that. Um, maybe not that because you need to establish that before you do it, but I don't know, just have like something like that. Maybe introduce Madam Web. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so yeah, so pretty much create create a universe in itself, uh, a multiverse in itself, without yeah, having yeah. to rely on on uh, yeah. the live action stuff. I think I think the in, the first into the Spider-Verse film did that really well without them to rely on rely on any of the other um, films. So I think they can do that here as well. I think that's the beauty of things like Spider-Man and again like Batman, um, bringing bringing that that weirdness up again. But uh, yeah, these characters are now so ingrained in pop culture you don't need to to uh uh origin every single time you introduce um them again if you do a batman film no doubt with this uh one with um robert pattinson uh i listen too much um what's, what's it called like, every time i hear his name i just like rob at bat and bat and it's really fucking annoying me now because <laughs> it's all i've got in my head but uh, yeah so rob, rob rob robert battinson robert battinson um so with, with this one no doubt they'll do some grungy fucking origin story yeah. with it but you don't need to it's batman everyone knows what yeah. batman is at this point did you did you see the the uh the reveal for the riddler's uh costume that came out i've seen a picture of it it's, yeah it's, it's 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 um it's a departure it's a from green, it's a big green bin bag that's what it is <laughs> it's a weird depart like i, I kind of like it because it's reminiscent of the zodiac killer and i think that's what they're going for but I just, I, I want to see that green suit pop up where it's like, I want to see that kind of like flamboyant Riddler. Mm-hmm. Um, I, maybe not as flamboyant as the Jim Carrey version. And you're not getting me to talk about Batman and Robin. Uh, we're, we're not a chance. Um, but yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe Batman something. Batman and Robin. Uh, Batman and Robin then. So we'll just do that as part four. Uh, sorry, part three. Part um, four? Fucking hell. I, mean, you yeah, no, I, was like, I skipped you. I skipped you a part three there. Uh, yeah, part part three will be Batman. Um, but yeah. yeah um, oh, God. That, that would be just uh, a 
travesty for everyone's ears um, us having to speak about Batman for uh, and, and Batman and Robin particularly yeah. and anything with Mr. Freeze although 10 out of 10 for puns indeed um, indeed was, indeed uh, we where are we we're still in, are we still in into the Spider-Verse I think we are yeah, uh, I, I will sum up into the Spider-Verse because I could say so many things about it but I'll just say very good film uh, only went at 25 frames per second though so obviously 1 out of 10 Okay, that's fine. I'll, I'll look at you and go, yeah, absolutely. As someone <laughs> whose who's whole tech thing is hoping that my microphone works. I'm hoping uh, someone will um, some, someone will get that. Uh, that. There you go. That's fine. If you did get it, comment below. There you go. Like, subscribe while you're at it. Uh, so, right, we'll, we'll, we'll go into... You know what? We're not going to do MCU yet. We're going to go Japanese Spider-Man because I am... I am... I am... Um, Intrigued? Interested, intrigued. That's the word. Intrigued about Japanese Spider-Man. I have, I've seen some clips. Uh, if, if I'm right, I saw a gun. Um, what's, what is Japanese Spider-Man to you? And what, yeah, what is Japanese Spider-Man? It has been a while since I have seen any of the source material of Japanese Spider-Man, but um, I will always remember his transformation scene into Spider-Man, and by that I mean. I'm pretty sure he is like, I think, something to do with aliens this time. I can't really remember. Um, but anyway, he becomes Spider-Man through convoluted means that aren't, I've gotten bit by a spider. And then he gets a watch that he presses and then the Spider-Man suit jumps out and then it just cuts to him in the Spider-Man suit. And it's like, he's like, duh, 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 duh. like the most generic, like karate, whatever you fucking want to say. Um, and then he's like, <laughs> He's got a Megazord, I'm pretty sure. Um, of course he has, it's Japan. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure, like, the best way I can sum it up is Power Rangers, but Spider-Man. You, okay, you've sold me on it. I'm and I'm about to say, if that, if that doesn't sell the, sell the film to you, uh, the, the series to you, I don't know what will. Uh, I, I, I want to see the Spider-Zord now. I'm, I'm I've, seen, I've, seen, I've seen so much, like, shit with it. It's all kind of just melded into one. I... Like, I'm pretty sure he just, there's a scene where he just gets a gun and guns down people. That makes it sound a lot more dark than what it is, but I'm pretty sure, but like, I can't remember what it is because I've used it as a meme and that's about it. Is it the same, is it the same uh, series that has him with the spanner and uh, a wrench and he's just like... Oh, he's just like banging. I yeah. think it might, I think it might be. I'm not too sure because that might be the like 80s live action one or something right. like that. Okay, so it might not even be like I, I'm going off the top of my head here. If I'm getting shit wrong, but I'm going to get corrected, so it's fine. I, w- I would type it, but I've already already established that I want punch myself when I hear typing uh, myself typing on podcasts. So we'll just have to leave that as a mystery for the future, and people can correct us. I'll, um, I'll like message you after the podcast, being like, "This is what it is." I know, we'll just be going there. Well, I, I don't know what to do. Do, do I put post credit? <laughs> just go. This is what it is. Listen to the end. Uh, right, so that was Japanese Spider-Man. Let's get into the MCU then. So we won't go through every film Tom Holland's in because that would be six of them. And yeah, even though Endgame was only in the last like five minutes. But... Yeah, I would argue like Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame. While they feature him, they're not particularly Spider-Man films. So yeah, doesn't yeah. yeah. Uh, but we'll like go into Civil War a little bit because this is our first time we're seeing okay. Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Uh, now, my only I love I love Tom Holland's portrayal of Spider-Man. I will say that, but I will put in a, a something I don't like, um, which which is something I don't, I don't often say about Spider-Man in general. The suit's too smooth. Yeah, because they like that's because they like paint over it with a lot of CGI, mm-hmm. and it looks so unrealistic. But like the. Black Panther suit looks like it's like a suit. 
yeah, but like, because I'm, I'm pretty sure in like test footage you had like raised webbing and stuff like that. But like, mm. no, that's too similar to the previous film. So they gave him this weird kind of like streamlines. I still like it to an extent, mm. but it, it looks too too glossy, too clean. If you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not often I say anything bad about these films because it's just like what's this. MCU films are like cracked to me. I'll just watch them anyway. Uh, even all except Eternals, I'll watch that once. Because I did the I did the tier list of the MCU films and I got slated. So let's not go into that. Where where was Eternals in your list? Out of I I did it up until Far From Home. Um, right. Okay. So it was so it was like S S A B C D and that was about it. Oh, um, I think I did see this list and uh, I didn't comment because I thought why put that negativity into the world? <laughs> <laughs> I I. I I was like, I thought it was like, I thought everyone liked Iron Man 3. Apparently not. I liked it. Yeah, same. It's not, it's not then, very I mean, high on my list because everything else is better, but I liked it. Yeah, but then I got like, then I got people like, um, quote tweeting me being like, Iron Man 3 deserves to be in a D tier all the time. Like, what the fuck has Iron Man 3 done? I, I, yeah, I liked it. It was, it was fine. It wasn't, a, it wasn't an Iron Man film. It was a Tony Stark film, but you know. But like, is that not like you can argue you see you can say the same thing for spider-man 2 it was a peter parker film yeah yeah i mean like like you say infinity war is not an avengers film it's a thanos film that's what it yeah. is it's filmed by thanos i would i would fully agree with that actually so yeah so i mean like when you go in if you watch it and you think oh, that's quite a good film and then but if you think about it it isn't an iron man film anyway this isn't this, is, this is we're iron getting man so tra- so sidetracked <laughs> i know because yeah I, I i liked it that's what the i'll Hobbit, say to everyone else. i have i have the the little uh, iron monger here. So if everyone talk about it, I've got got that. That's by that's part four. We've got, we've got uh, wait. That's that... not iron monger. That's the mark one suit they took out of the cave. Uh, I should preference that because I did maybe not scraps. getting yeah yeah. yeah. Um, so that's fine. So part three is Batman. Part four. I have, of I have a Russian. Trust. I have a Russian Batman. If you ever want that, this is from Superman Red Sun. Um, uh, what else do I have here? Sorry, now I'm just going for my pops. Uh, I have Exodia. If you ever ever ever. Wow, ever that's, like a, that's a fair. That is it's a massive one. It sits on my desk. Um, what else? I have I have the Punisher. Where I want to go on that? <laughs> That's cool, but I mean, it'd have to be the uh, the Thomas Jane one. You know, with Kevin Nash just to get the wrestling content in. Oh my God! Yes, please. We'll do a watch along. Oh God, that sounds like the a the best and b the worst idea in the world. <laughs> I'll I'll put that in there. So we'll get Frank on. We'll get Frank as well. We'll stall. Get Frank. We'll do it. We'll uh, yeah, he's okay. Free, he's paid for Zoom, I'm sure. He can pay for it. And, <laughs> so, um, yeah, my pops are wrestling. I've got the Lucha ones, which everyone slates, but I love them because it's it's wrestling and Marvel put together. So, you know. I think I've got one of them. I might have the Iron Man. Anyway, fucking the MCU Spider-Man before he yeah. gets sidetracked again. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it, it is, it's a school night, um, as I used to say back in my youth um, <laughs> recording here. So, yeah, uh, Civil War was the first time you saw him. Glossy suit, uh, but, you know, it's Spider-Man. Cool. Yeah. I think I think his I think him in the film was very like I seeing him in that film made me really enthusi- uh, enthusiastic to see the other films. I think his portrayal in Civil War, or at least his like fifty minutes, is the best part of Civil War. Yeah. Or one of the one of the yeah. best parts. Um, and I like I think it's one of the better portrayals of Spider Man in the MCU because I'm not the biggest fan. I like I like Homecoming. Don't really like Far From Home and then No Way Home. I'm a big fan of, but we'll get obviously into the individuals of why. Uh, yeah, let's let's dive into Homecoming then, because that's the first one. So this is our, our first uh, full action, full action, um, feature length Tom Holland uh, portrayal as Spider Man. Uh, I loved it, but you know, I I'm really a bitch really like. 
I generally really liked it. Like, I'm pretty sure in my Marvel tier list, that's the definitive ranking that, that everyone has to obey. I'm pretty sure I put in, like, A tier, because I was, like, I was really, really happy with the film. Um, it's not like, like, again, I think Michael Keaton as Vultures are very, very good casting, and I really enjoyed uh, seeing his dynamic and then seeing Tom's whole dynamic of be, like of being like you don't need to start tech you are Spider-Man and like his whole thing when he's like lifting the rubble at the end of the film because Vulture drops like a house on this on this 15 year old kids and he's like haha you're going to die and then he fucks off and then Tom's like um, lifting up obviously all this rubble and he's like come on Spider-Man you can do this I am Spider-Man and it's like really good shot of him seeing his mask and in the puddle and in half of his face and like yeah I, I really liked it I just thought I thought it was a really fun film that I really enjoyed yeah uh, I, and uh, oh sorry completely sight forgot I was gonna say that yeah um and also his kind of whole thing was like yeah he doesn't need the suit and then at the end of the film Tony's like here's the iron spider suit and he's like no I don't need it so he like <laughs> he just leaves uh, without it and he's like yeah he, i'm he's kind of like him becoming his own man his own hero and then in infinity war he just gets the suit <laughs> yeah um i mean i, I still I, I liked his i liked a bit in, in infinity war it was like as soon as you saw his arm and the and the the hair stand up and end yeah. old peter tingle which i'm not a fan of that being a thing i like spidey, spidey sense, sense. Spidey, like spidey sense, sense. But you know, we'll 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 persevere with, with Peter Tingle for a bit. Um but no, as soon as you saw that, I was like, oh fuck shit's going down. This yeah. Spider-Man is here. And then of course he's kind of relegated for most of the film as just like the little boy who yeah. who makes the quips and that, which you know, it's in the larger universe of the things, it's fine. I think, yeah, I think it works, but I'm used to like seeing Peter be a more like integral like part of the not integral part, but like um being more than just quips, if that makes sense. Mm. Like he, he's actually got, he's actually got a big brain. Yeah, I mean, you can do, you can make webbing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly, I mean, you've got to be kind of smart to do that. Like he's, I, he's I a smart, he's a smart kid. <laughs> so I can do that. Yeah, like I'm Spider Man. <laughs> that's why maybe less of a Spider Man, more of like. No, I don't want to imagine myself Spider Man. It'd be worse than that. No, the the you'll know the gif of a J. Jones James. Yeah, as, as I was about to say that that would be me a lot of the time. Like I've I've seen. <laughs> I've seen um like a mask on Etsy that's like a, a replica of the Sam Raimi mask, and I'm like, do I or do I not buy it? Because I've I've got some expendable funds that I could use to buy this this replica of Spider-Man mask. Then I looked at the price and it's like it's like nearly three hundred pounds, and I'm like, hmm, add to cart. But like you're a YouTuber now. This is what YouTubers buy. This is this is uh, influencer uh, purchases. Stop! No! No! <laughs> Um, I, I remember bought, I bought Amazing Spider-Man 2 on Blu-ray for my sins uh, because it came with a, a Spider-Man mask and clearly it was for a child but I was fucking <laughs> buying that mask I don't have it anymore thankfully because when I put it on I, I might have a photo of it somewhere I'll try and find it but um, it's 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 not it's not good it's not a, it was not a wise purchase the, the Blu-ray and the mask but uh, oh my um, so yeah uh, what was next Far From Home Far From so Home that's yeah. not your favourite it's well, it's just it's just because I feel like I feel pardon. It's not your favorite. I'm saying it's not your favorite of the trilogy. Uh, it's not. No, not really. Um, I think it's. Is it too Iron Manny? Yeah, a little bit. I think it. Like I hate the kind of Iron Boy Junior comparison. Uh, but that's where it came from, and I think it's very apt for this film because it's very because one, I hate the constant changing of of all the suits because he's in the uh he starts in the in the Iron Spider suit. Does he start in? 
he has it. So yeah, I must. Yeah, must do. and then he goes back to the original suit. Then he's in the Night Prowler suit, which is just I don't know why he has why get given that besides some lazy plot writing or whatever. And then he gets his own suit, which he makes. And the whole film's like you're not Tony Stark, but then it's like a lot of it's like suggesting that he is the next Tony Stark, and he has to live up to that because it's like his scene. I just don't know. I think in the first film itself, there's really cool dynamic where Peter was his own man and he wasn't Tony Stark and he wasn't Iron Man, he was Spider-Man. And then I feel like Marvel just had their just had their cake and wanted to eat it too, or whatever the fucking expression is for that. Um and they just gave him like all the kind of like Tony Stark-esque shit in it. And I was like, eh, I don't don't really like it. Yeah, I can see. I mean again, I'll I'll films for what they are. So I'll I'll try I'll try and find some negativity. In, yeah, in I, life, I, think, but, I think I think yeah, I think like I applying that. I think applying big clever man logic to 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 a Marvel film might not be the best idea a lot of the time but yeah that's that's possibly it but when you think about all the suits that's just because you know money boys like all those Funko Pops yeah that's that's it Um, we see all these things like like uh, like in No Way Home when it showed like his his golden and black suit and people going oh it could be this it could be that no it's just his suit inside out yeah it's his suit inside out spoilers people that's what it is Oh, yeah. If you're this far in, yeah, I'm I was say, if you're this far, yeah, if you're, if you're what's what's it about an hour and twenty, we've been chatting about probably about an hour has been about that, yeah, yeah. If you if you if you're at this point never seen a Spider-Man film, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> just you know, there's no more wrestling. You're this watching a podcast of Alex Webb for fuck's sake. My name is in the title. Exactly. I mean, I'm going to put into the web first. It's, oh it's my god! See, exactly. Film, a Spider-Man film review. Uh, thing and uh, not a film review we're just we're just t- touching on things these, because... these are not reviews this is us rambling about spider-man for 45 minutes <laughs> yeah pretty, pretty much um so yeah far from home mysterio was the body in that one uh i liked it, it was, i like i like but it was like it. like you're saying it is really a, it was an iron lad film kind of thing yeah, it was like yeah, yeah he, he does iron man stuff and um and all that kind of thing but you know it was fine it was a nice nice inclusion in the uh mcu Multiverse. I'm trying to remember where I put it in my weird tier list, which I'm going to say, and you're going to just be aghast at how high it is. Um, now where is it? Let's see. Nope, that's that's my shopping list. That's not going to be very useful. Um, it is oh, it's six. It's six in my tier list. Six. Six. Yeah. Which I'm I never. I, I can't remember where I put. I think I think it was a D tier. I want to say. For me, oh yeah, that's uh, yeah. We're we're a wild difference between the two. Then. Oh no, not not D tier because D tier was was for the Dark World and Incredible Hulk, so not that bad. Oh yeah, okay, right, okay, yeah. That's 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 third Dark World, Incredible Hulk, Eternals is thirtieth in my list. That's how fucking shit I thought that film. Was. I I have I haven't seen it and I don't plan on watching it. You know what? People like it. It's supposed to be a beautiful film, and I'm sure it is. But I'm I'm <laughs> there to switch off for two hours and yeah. see superheroes yeah at each other for a bit that's all i want that's, that's what i'm here for um i don't want nuance I just give me some fucking superheroes CGI. Character, character development who needs that exactly who it, who cares uh you know uh, he, he has a big shield sweet that's i'm in that's that's all i need um <laughs> speaking of spendable income that's that's what's in my my downstairs lobby i've got a, a captain america shield on the wall i was oh, like the, fair was, enough that was like the 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 one we were decorating. I was like, "Can we? We'll just, I'm just going to put it there. And if there's, you like it, we'll leave it there." And it just has not left that. that position. There's, there's obviously that Spider-Man mask I want to buy, but there's. I also want to buy, you know, Star Lord's helmet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've seen like a replica model of that for like fucking six hundred. I'm like, hmm, I'm tempted. 
I know I, every time I, I look at my, my Beyond Year in the background here, um, I keep wanting to get a Stormbreaker as well, just because, you know, got to complete the set. I have both. For, so I so I can do that so I can grow my beard out more and get a blonde wig and just be fat Thor <laughs> for Halloween. That's, that's the Fair dream, enough. you Fair know. Enough. Joggers, a cardigan. <laughs> it's the most comfortable suit ever. Um, speaking of suits, right before we get No Way Home, this is a, a amazing segue which I don't have prepared. Uh, Evan Young asked uh, Spider Man. Spider Spider Man. We said it so much. We just it's lost all We've meaning. We've lost it. That's it. He's just asked, uh, a Spider-Man suit tier list would be appreciated. So, obviously, you're not going to put in all of them because, There's you know. There's so many, though. So, say a top five of your particular favourites. Uh, it could be uh, cartoon, comic, uh, live action, whatever. Say five of your favourites. Number one is the Ben Riley Scarlet Spider suit. You know, the really 90s one with the blue hoodie. Okay, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, that's that's like my favorite suit. It's so it is impractical as shit because I'm pretty sure in the comics, there's the first time he encounters Venom, Venom just grabs the hood and tries to strangle him with it. But um, yeah, no, I, I, I love that suit because it's so fucking cool to me. Um, okay, so I've went <laughs> number one. Let's go to five to, to two then. Um, uh, off the top of my head, number number five would be the Superior Spider-Man suit which is when Dr. Octopus took over Peter Parker for a year. Um, don't know if you've heard about that, but Dr. Octopus, uh, he put his mind into Peter Parker and then he was Peter Parker and he got into a relationship with a little woman. And he also, um, it's the best way I can sum it up. I think I need clarif- clarification on little woman. That's um, just... What's what's the like politically correct Oh, okay. I'm with it. you now. That's fine. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> right, carry on. Yeah, there... <laughs> I, I didn't know what to say, Billy. That's, that's why I didn't know. I, didn't, I thought, a, a child? Are you talking about a child? But no, no, I've got you now. I'm with, I'm with it. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, he, so, so, so he does that, uh, which is kind of creepy because he, she thinks it's Peter, this handsome Peter Parker, but really it's Dr. Octopus, but in his body. Um, he also makes Parker Industries, which is this big um, industries where he makes tech, uh, but... <laughs> Um, he, so basically the whole point is he's the superior Spider-Man, he's better than Peter Parker but spoiler alert, at the end of the story Peter gets his body back and he then funnily enough, uh, Dr. Octopus wasn't a better Peter Parker um, but that suit's really cool, that was a long-winded explanation for that, but the suit's really cool um, number four uh, let's say the Spider-Man PS4 suit the white um, with the white symbol, yeah, yeah okay. um, number two uh, number three even would be the Sam Raimi suit. It's a number two and num- number f- two and three are like toss-ups. They could be either or. Um, but number number three would be the Sam Raimi suit, and then number two would be uh, the black suit. Oh, just uh, all black or or the symbiote. Um, this, the symbiote suit. The symbiote cool. suit. Fine. I, I, when I heard black, I thought of uh, Spider-Man Noir. Like you know. I mean, I like Spider-Man Noir, but not as much as like the symbiote suit because it looks cool. <laughs> Right. Uh, there you go, Evan. There's, there's there's the top five best ones, and because it's Alex uh, saying it, that is it. That's canon. <laughs> that is the best five suits. Uh, it's canon. World. It's canon. That's <laughs> that's it. That's just what the kids say, isn't it? With these things, uh, we've also got Ian Ambrose. Um, this is kind of just the last question, so I'm just throwing in there. Uh, he's asked, "Who is the best Spider-Man, and why is it Miles Morales?" I got really worried when you said Ian asked the question because I was like, I don't know what he could have possibly said. It was a nice um, question. Okay, good. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I really like Miles Morales. I'm not going to disagree with him. Uh, but it, but it is Tobey Maguire. But we'll, 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 we'll pass that up and like we'll, we'll, we'll Shory and. But here we are. Then this is the main event. We're into No Way Home. Um, of course, like you say, like I've said throughout this, you've done a, a bit more of an in-depth, like proper chat about uh, this film with Frank Bandlini from Last Minute Wrestling Podcast. I have indeed. Um, so check that out, people. Obviously, after you've listened to the end of this, because you know. I need, I need the hits. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, so No Way Home. The rumours were were rife that uh, Toby and Andrew were appearing. Uh, Andrew there was so, became there was a liar. So much shit. So much shit going about that film. Um, I, I I really like Tick, Tick, Boom, if Andrew Garfield's uh, listened to this, even though <laughs> I doubt it. But, you know, uh, I, I enjoyed Tick, Tick, Boom. It's just a shame that you had to spend all of the press doing, are you in Spider-Man? Are you in Spider-Man? There, are you in Spider-Man? I, I watched Tick Tick Boom and I really enjoyed it, especially the like the musical numbers. I'm not going mm. to sing, but I did I did enjoy a lot of the music, especially hearing that Andrew didn't know how to sing beforehand and he learned how to sing and it was just and it was this really cool thing. Also, he he spent like so much of the film like talking about how it was like a tribute to his mom and stuff like that. But then every fucking interviewer was like, so um, so um, you in? No way home, Andrew. And he's like sitting there with Kevin Feige in the background having a sniper rifle on his head. Like saying, like, no, of course not. I'm not the werewolf, guys. Sweating profusely, and then eventually, it turns out, spoiler alert, he's in the film. It's like, yeah, it's after like maybe twice, three times, maybe. If he's he's not going to ask answer, I don't know, fucking Joe Blogs from Entertainment, <laughs> whatever, comicbook.com. Um, I, yeah, it's, it's okay, Just, turn around, go, guys. Guess what? You, you'd think like after the first like couple of interviews when people were like oh you're in are you in this film and he's like no people get the hint they can't say anything uh, he's got a fucking disclosure he's got 17 snipers on him at all times um ken feige probably has his dog locked up somewhere like he can't say anything exactly tick tick boom is also the sound it'll make if he revealed if he was in spider-man but yeah so it was it was, it was a shame for him but fuck me i was amazing <laughs> seeing him up here <laughs> I, I it's the first time I've been because I, I went with Ryan who was featured in my wrestling reactions video uh, we're two massive Spider-Man nerds um, so we were going down the car we we're talking about all, all the shit and he looked at me and was like bro I'm jealous of us right now because we're not going to have the same feeling after we see the film we went and seen the film um, and we were like speculating what was going to happen uh, my thought process was Norman Osborn was going to kill uh, a loved one of Peter's, specifically uh, Sexy Aunt May. Spoiler alert, I was correct. Um, then, but but like just what, sitting there watching the film, the anticipation building to the point of seeing all these like we because like I heard that the the, um, the Octavius theme kick in when Big Doc Ock pops up. I grabbed Ryan, he grabbed me. We looked at each other. We're like, oh my god, it's happening. Uh, even though we've seen it in the trailers, Norman pops up, we do it again. Lizard, we do it again. Up until the point where Aunt May dies and Peter's at his lowest point, which is where I think the film kind of kicks up a gear. The first half, well, so-so. And then after, after when, when, when sexy Aunt May dies, that's when it kicks up into, into high gear and it becomes a very, 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 very good film. Um, and I did, sorry, Frank, but it, but it's not better, but it's, but it's um, Spider-Man 3. As much as I enjoy that cinematic masterpiece, it isn't as good as No Way Home. <laughs> um, it's but... the only time I've both been, like, when, when it happened and everyone in the cinema went, <gasps> I, yeah. I went, fair enough, but shut the fuck up. I want to hear the rest of this film. So, 
you can have your reaction. Wait, yeah, <laughs> the, then then um then then Andrew popped up and the, so he popped up. No one really reacted because we were all kind of like we didn't know what to say. And he takes his mask off, and it's the first time I've ever been in the theater and heard people clap and go yeah. And I'm like oh my oh my god. Yeah. And then Toby pops up and I and I fucking melted. <laughs> I melted into my seat. Uh, I said in a video that if I if I so much as hear the Danny Elfman theme, I would I would either I would I would ascend to another plane of reality, sit and cry, or get incredibly horny. And fuck me, I got all free. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I was. I, it, it was very good seeing him for the first time in ages, and it was a very good representation of the way those characters were in those in their respective films. Uh, I don't think it like ruined how those characters were portrayed in those films. I think it encapsulated them really well, and I think it gave some redemption to Andrew Spider-Man specifically because that film made me love him. And I'm like, oh my god, I love you, Andrew Garfield, and that full head of hair that I wish I had. I know, yeah, that's, that's everyone. <laughs> yeah, that 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 floppy hair look. I'm, I think I'm just. I, I don't know if I like it or not, but I think I'm just jealous of it at this point. Yeah. Seeing it, I'm, je- I'm jealous that he's nearly forty and looks that good. He's what? He's like, oh, yeah, he was, he, he was 29 when Amazing Spider-Man came out. So I'm 10 years later, he's like, I think he's 38, 39. I, I look older than him. That's <laughs> disgusting. I'm 31. That's oh, exact, sorry, same age, but... exact same age as Margot Robbie. Born the same day, 2nd of July. Fair enough. The difference is very... Both, both very attractive human beings. Oh, thank, thank you very much. <laughs> no problem. You're wrong, but thank you very much. I know Mar- Margot's an ugger. Right, so... <laughs> very not true. But anyway, uh, so yeah, it, that, that's the thing about this film was, you know, I think, I think I don't know if it'll hold up eventually with everything else that comes about, about but that feeling, that moment of seeing um, Andrew it's taking very much, off and It's very me. much like an endgame film where it mm-hmm. feels like a lot of stuff coming together for one big, fantastical film. Um... I really, I did really enjoy it. Maybe I won't like it as much on rewatches, but the one thing I will love are some of the moments in it with like Toby stopping Tom throwing the glider into Norman. That's like an all-time Spider-Man moment for me. Or Doctor Octopus and Tom Maguire reuniting for the first time. Or Andrew saving MJ and getting that redemption. Or the last like 15 minutes of the film where Tom gets his shitty apartment, no one remembers him, he puts on that that his own homemade suit he jumps out he's his own he's his own spider-man he doesn't have anyone he's his own superhero and i've never felt so enthusiastic about spider-man films since like ever it's also one of things you didn't need to watch um spider-man one to three and then spider-man i mean spider-man one and two to get the moments i don't yeah, think because because uh, again I'll, I'll bring, i'm throwing kelly into the bus with all this stuff but she didn't she hadn't seen these um she she couldn't get through Amazing Spider-Man 1 so she wasn't going to get through 2 because you know I wasn't going to force her that force that on her I think that would be a crime um, but she was like I got it I got it when yeah. when uh, Garfield Andrew's Spider-Man saved MJ he's like I got that that's a massive well, moment yeah, for him yeah he did because he, he did specifically said at the start of like when he comes in um, Toby was like talking about his uh, Uncle Ben dying and Andrew was talking about Gwen dying um and then you can see it tears him up inside and how hurt and upset he is that he couldn't save her. And that also plays into the end of the film where he catches her. And it's kind of very evident what the point is. You don't need to see the source material. It helps, obviously, but you don't need to see it to get it. 
Yeah, and uh, of course, I, I liked that they did did have little little nods and and also like little needles at at the past films, like with uh, with going through Andrew's um, not so stellar list of of villains. Um, and then of course, oh no! But there's such a cute moment when Toby just turns around and is like, it's like because like Andrew's like I'm lame, and then Toby's like, the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> you're amazing. You're amazing. <laughs> you're amazing. And I'm like, oh, oh, bro, my heart. And then, and then talks about Toby ejaculating web fluid, yeah. which is great. That was my next point. Yeah, it was, it was just like there was a, a almost. It, it felt right that it was a, a just a little bit too long discussing it. But it felt <laughs> it had to be that awkward. It would. It would. It would have been. It would have been weird of them not to do it down that route because everyone thinks it. Like, how do you, like? I enjoy it, and I, I I think it makes sense for that whole universe. But at the same time, I've always like wondered, like, how does he store it? How does it feel coming out of him? How does he do it when he's? How does he do it when he's wearing a suit? Like, does he cut little holes in his suit for the webs to shoot out? Yeah, or is it, or is it like sharp enough that it goes through his suit and they just yeah maybe fucking tie then sometimes suit? then sometimes he's like firing like web balls. So I'm like, how do you form that in your wrist? There's more questions than answers coming out of this. <laughs> But no, but like, if does it get if he gets too excited? Does it have to be like that? Because of course, clearly, because in the first one, he tried to do well, then, yeah, different ways. But like, it's fly, web, like fly. it's like pressing that bit down your palm. So surely he could just go like like that. I'm just going. <laughs> yeah, it takes a lot of impact out of the scenes where he's just going. <laughs> But he clapped for MJ. But surely, if he went like that, it would just go. <laughs> you know, so there's the there's... secrets just out there, <laughs> just sitting in the sitting in the theater while she's warbling her fucking song. And oh, they, they, oh, it's streamers. Yeah, it's, it's streamers. Just, it's just like people are throwing roses, and he just goes all the fucking webs go across the stage. <laughs> there you go, Spider Man Four. There's your, there's your <laughs> one, Sam. Once you've done Multiverse of Madness, there's your. Uh, there's your, your Spider-Man 4 sort of deal. Just be a... Uh, the word I've got my head spooching. I don't want to... I, I've used it now. Spooching web. That's very oh. much an OSW quote. I know. It's... it's Yeah, that's... I might um, get my own spooch t-shirt one day. <laughs> well, uh, well, the AJ Styles one or... The AJ... Well, I like... <laughs> the AJ Styles one, but I also like the Sinkara Dick one. That one. And uh, I liked... <laughs> I like the I like Val Venus's one, but AJ Styles is particularly great because he's wearing it in the catalogue, <laughs> and he looks like he he looks like, he's like I know, I know, guys. Who 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 thought that was a good idea? Like you can say a lot about that for late TNA, but like who did think that was a good idea? It's like, it's like I know I know the guy. I, know, I guarantee two things in this life, guys: that the world's flat and uh, this T-shirt's awful. <laughs> this is this two things. Um, one of those is not guaranteed, but we won't talk about the t-shirt anymore. How the fuck do we get to wrestling chat again? This is just a disgraceful. <laughs> How the fuck do we do this? Uh, anyway, um, we didn't even mention Bonesaw, but you know. That's, oh yeah. my god, Bonesaw, yeah. We're way past it. If they were doing the Bonesaw McGraw thing again, which wrestler would you would you want in there? Oh, this is a question I have not ever comp- contemplated. I think you can't do Bonesaw again, so you have to do like a Bonesaw son. All right, Bonesaw McGraw Jr. Got it. Yeah, because it'd be it'd be wrong to just recast uh big old Randy Savage. Uh, so I because f- so so I think like you'd have to do like a a Bonesaw Jr. And you, I don't know, maybe 
I don't think the only one that came to mind straight off the bat would be like Seth Rollins because of like the long hair. But I'm like, eh, I don't mm. think he don't think he's got the kind of oomph in his voice to do that. Um, Who want a big roidy guy? Brian Cage, maybe. Brian Cage, maybe, maybe Drew. I thought Cody Rhodes for a second because you know he appears everywhere. I think I think Drew would be a good shout because he's mm-hmm. just got he's got that kind of like got nailed like yeah, yeah like nailed voice and whatever. So I think and he's <laughs> huge guy. So I think that'd be that'd be decent. There we go. That's fine. So Drew, of course, you're listening to this as well. You, you're, you've gathered everyone. Um, there you go. Just <laughs> here you go. Bone Summer Girl Junior. Uh, Drew McIntyre. You know what? I can see it. That's it. I'm 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 all in. I'm invested in this. <laughs> Add that to your pitch when you're uh... when I'm pitching what the the remake of Spider Man Three. <laughs> just everything. Uh, just oh, like, okay. I've, got, I've got a big book of Spider Man here. This is your next uh, twelve films. I've got it now. So uh, Bone Summer Girl is uh, is the villain for. The fourth one, bro. How the fuck did we get onto this? Like, I'm sitting here, like thinking, we were on about talking about No Way Home and a really emotional moment of Andrew Garfield. Now we're talking about recasting Bonesaw. This is this is the podcast. It's it's four <laughs> seasons in, and it's still nowhere, like still not any structure or, or purpose. The fact that I've written down the names of the films in order is <laughs> way better than I've ever done anything fair, else. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So yeah, No Way Home. Um, how often did you cry during it? Because I know you did cry because uh, you did reveal that uh, with with Frank. Um, I did, I did. Um, I I shed a tear at two moments. The first one was when I seen Toby again because it's been so long, and I th- both me and Ryan grabbed each other, and I think I was just like, oh my god! I was like, it wasn't like I was actively crying, but it was like I, I, I welled up a little bit. Nothing wrong with crying, but I, I welled up a little bit. And then the bit where I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to go was um, was when Toby and Doc Octopus speak for the first time. And it's like, specifically for the one line where Toby's like, um, Dr. Octopus says, how are you doing? Um, Peter, dear boy, how are you doing? Or whatever he says. And then Peter just looks at him and is like, trying to do better, which is a direct callback to the first time they met in Spider-Man 2. I just think it's a, oh, such a good scene and it brought so many memories and I, and I welled up, I welled up. And then, uh, may, and then may, maybe, I, maybe I nearly cried when Toby, I thought Toby had died, but then I, that was more out of anger than anything else. Hello, you bastards, why? Um, I, I cried, I, I did shed a tear when May died, not because sexy Aunt May died, um, but mainly because they, they said the thing it was like it did. great it did power and thing. I was like it's saying the thing and, and I think it completely works with that Spider-Man like you don't need to just shoehorn in Uncle Ben if you haven't mentioned him throughout the other films so yeah and May being the one that says it completely fine with that I just wish she was maybe a, built up a little bit more in previous films than just being the, the comic relief of Happy I don't know I don't know where you're going I thought, I thought you were about to say I wish she was a bit hotter um, but no but yeah no <laughs> Uh, contrary to contrary to what I've said in, the, in this in this podcast, I I don't I don't think like uh, Aunt May should should be hot to any extent. I just think a lot of people a lot of people uh, associate it with that version of Aunt May. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Mary Steenburgen has Mary Steenburgen played Amazing Spider-Man Aunt May. She's a very handsome woman, and I can't remember the name of the actress who played uh, in the in the Remy ones. I should, but neither can I. But she was a great Aunt May too. She, she, again, they're handsome. I'm sure she was a great gal in her day. <laughs> Um, so yeah no way home crying uh it was a it was a very emotional time for everyone and um the fact that people are trying to think that well are trying to say 
yeah, give give Andrew and Toby another Spider-Man film is is testament to yeah. how their characters were treated. And I think and I think with with the amount of fan support for those characters, I think Sony will just see dollar signs and do something with those characters. Maybe maybe Toby will show up in Multiverse of Madness. Maybe Andrew will show up in the Venom verse. Um, who knows? The future, the the possibilities are endless though, and I'm looking forward to whatever they do with Spider-Man next. I think the next thing's um was they doing freshman year? They're doing like the animated thing. Yeah, that's like of Tom before Civil War. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so we'll, I'm sure we'll see Aunt uh, Aunt Aunt Ben. You know, <laughs> progressive. Um, Uncle Ben's gonna die again. That's that'll be that'll, that'll be, be fantastic. A, yeah, can't wait. I'm it. looking forward to it. Yeah. Um. So before we we kind of close out the whole Spider-Man chat, when when they did the opening of the multiverse and it showed all these kind of figures coming through, um, of course. You, you, Clearly, you'd see Rhino and uh, Craven Hunter and all that kind of stuff. Was there anyone silhouette that you saw in particular going, yes, that's who needs to be the next villain in the next film? Uh, Craven, actually. Uh, I really, really want to say it's quite dark for a lighthearted Disney film that doesn't show any blood, but I really, really want to see a version of Last Hunt. Uh, Craven's Last Hunt is one of the best Spider-Man comics. I have it up on my bookshelf over there. Um, I'm not going to get up because I'm just wearing shorts and I can't get my thighs on camera. Um, you have to pay for that. That's, that's you have the to, you have to back a, to the OnlyFans. You, you have to pay a ticket to see me wrestle or pay a ticket to the OnlyFans. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Last Hunt is probably one of my favourite Spider-Man films. Uh, uh, Spider-Man comics, I should say. Um, and it's quite a dark one because um, Craven effectively kills quote-unquote uh spider-man he actually drugs him and buries him underground for two weeks and craven takes on the mantle of spider-man uh fighting vermin i'm pretty sure which is a really obscure spider-man villain um and then he comes back he realizes he's beaten his like top prey or something like that i can't really i'm 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 sure i'm butchering it and i'm sure someone's going to correct me but uh, eventually it ends with craven killing himself because he's he's killed his like top prey he can find um, and the, that's all Craven views it as is like it's a hunt, and I really want to see that kind of translated into the into the um, into the films. Uh, maybe not so much as uh, Craven donning the mantle of Spider Man and jumping about the place as Spider Man, but something to that effect where it's like Craven wants to kill the biggest game he can find, and that being Spider Man. Oh, that's fine. I'm sure people will agree. Um, I, like I said, I'm not, I'm not a comic guy. I'm really going to have to start picking some up because I've read some Deadpool ones and uh, I really enjoyed reading them. It's just getting... I'm, I'm like... I like screens, so I might need to get the... What's, what's, there's an app, isn't there? That Comics, Comicsology or something like that? That's the one. I might, yeah. need to, might need to invest in that and actually be able to not look like I'm so confused when people speak about comics and, and like Craven's Last Hunt just going... I'm sure you're right. I'm just <laughs> yes, absolutely. You can um, read Agent. You can read Agent Venom. I could read Agent Venom. <laughs> Venom. Fucking. We we've been doing this way too long, man. I know. I think I think we have. It's it's uh, for for outside of of the bubble. It's like nine o'clock now. So I think we're going to wrap up. I think for for again, like I say, school night. Well, enough. I mean, you're an influencer, uh, even though you're you're trying not, not to be. All right, all right, all right. All right. Be, be, <laughs> In mentioning that, I have some. I have a little bit of advice for people that post YouTube videos, specifically uh, people that run like wrestling channels, because I've noticed this. Um, promotions that have like put up matches and stuff like that, don't put it as for kids, as like made for kids, because okay. that that limits your like. You can't comment on it. You can't play it in the mini player. You fuck up all your engagement. Just put it as not made for kids, and then you'll get a lot more people seeing it. 
Well, advice to end the episode, and that's that's even better. So if you if you've gotten this far, it just it just it annoys me so much because I'm like I'm not naming names, but I, I watched some match. I, I watched like one of my old matches, and uh, I, I scrolled not my old matches, but something I did pre-pandemic. And I went down, and I wasn't on the mini player, and I couldn't comment on it. And I was like, "Why have you done this?" Oh, it's like, I, I mean, not as an influencer because I'm, I'm not one of those, but as someone who just uses social media and I see wrestling companies put up like really badly written things and i'm looking going just for fuck's sake yeah. run it through uh, a, a there's correct anything there's there's that and when i see uh ms paint posters that's that's my favorite one as someone who yeah. came from that company in dundee and seen some of the and was advertised on some of the worst posters i've ever fucking seen um <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's. I mean, I, I made some posters for Rock and Wrestle, and I mean, they weren't great, but I've seen, I've seen worse by, by uh, people that are probably getting paid to do it. But I know, <laughs> actually, it's Dundee. No, they're not. But uh, no, so. no, 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 no. It was, it was free. It was free, of course. Of course, yeah. Experience. You got, you got to gotta learn how to make posters, and then uh, we've got some coppers for you at the end. That's, anyway. what, that's, that's what I'm. That's what I'm going to do now. Whenever someone wants me, wants, wants me to to wrestle for them, I'll be like, I'll be like, I'm going to pay you in exposure. <laughs> Exactly. You've got like you got over sixty six thousand uh, subscribers. You know, sixty eight, Billy. Get it right. Come on now. I'm sorry. Seventy by the time this goes out, I'm sure. Uh, and uh, Quacky will have to start writing, scrubbing out the notes every time. I'm, he does I'm, the yet, I'm yet to get him to to do the weighing in at the because the last time we did it, I had like eight hundred and something. So I, I I need to get him to do the now weighing in at seventy thousand subscribers. That's fucking cool. I really I need to get him to do that. Anyway, I'm. The mumbling on for no particular reason. That's cool. So we actually somehow ended this the show on wrestling chat. I don't we know. Did. How, it's amazing. We bookended it perfectly with uh, Spider Man between. Got to make sure to put Spider Man in the episode <laughs> title to get all the fucking hits. Of um, anyway, so that this has been an absolute blast. I, I didn't realize this amount of time had gone past, and I probably could we could speak about it longer, but you know, we we're, both, we're, we're, we're both fatiguing really fucking quickly at, <laughs> at this point, where we can't even make out any words. So, uh, we've, 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 I'm, we've, I'm bad at the best of times where I just start mumbling and shit like that. Like, I can't like, as I'm doing right now, I'm stuttering so much, I'm like, probably we need to end it quickly. I know, I'm just hoping that my microphone hasn't fucked up like last week's episode. I'm just, I'm praying that I don't have to listen back to this go, oh, for fuck's sake, it's just blah, 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 garbled, Alex, yeah. we have to do this again. I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Remember your opinion remember there's a, there's a funny thing about only fans you'll love it <laughs> anyway um so yeah for free people that want to to find out more about you i want to send you want to give you shit about your tier list and uh just any other things where can people find you uh twitter is alex web 101 instagram is the same i'm pretty sure uh you can just type my name into youtube i'm the first thing that pops up that's always a flex i love to do uh thank you for having me on <laughs> the water uh, th- th- thanks again for for being on